Yeah, what do you call that haircut? I don't know. Rock and roll. <laughs> you want to be a disc jockey? Very much so. I've wanted to be a disc jockey since I was seven years old. What are you, an idiot? You're sitting in a radio station. You're sitting in front of a live mic. When you speak, thousands of people hear your voice. It penetrates their minds. Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above. Streaming live on Radio Nope at radionope.com. To call into the show, dial 1-502-416-1778. Skype name, None of the Above Podcast, KY. And now, party on, dudes! Hello, hello, I mean, uh, hello, hey, it's None of the Above, live show Areno, and podcast now, from Louisville, Kentucky, Mize Basement, Studio Underground, for those playing the home version of the game, you start off at Studio Underground, and then you draw a card, and it can either be beer or weed, and then you advance, and then you get to the end, which is uh, Conan Neutron's house. <laughs> That's course. the end of the <laughs> He also stops in six times on the way to Conan Neutron's house to give you direction or just to say whatever. Seems fair. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the actual live show. <clears throat> Excuse me. The live Radio Nope, none of the above. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being part of the show. You're welcome. I don't even know if there's people part of the show yet. Who knows? The show just started. Very excited for our guest today in studio. We have... Mr. Beanie Overstreet, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's right. Wanted this dude for a year, a year and a half, and we finally have him in studio now. He's wanted him for so long. These are your fans applauding him. It makes me feel wonderful. This live audience in your basement is incredible. Very small, though. All right, now get out, you bums. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, the fucking voice track uh, from that Refuse song. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, now go get us tacos. <laughs> I had guacamole earlier, the restaurant guacamole. Oh, how was that? It was good. I had camarones a la diabla. They were spicy shrimps. <laughs> of, of the devil? Yeah, of, of the devil. <laughs> shrimps of the devil. Gets out of here, you lousy bum. Gets out of here. <laughs> that was about to repeat ad nauseum, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> Which would have been... Fine as I'll a show. Okay with it. Yeah. Anyways, no, we got a lot of show. A lot of show. A really big show. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about gear. We're going to talk about beer and beards and more gear. And then uh, we got a little bit that we didn't get to last week with the Never Nervous Dudes. It's oh, called Death Guys. Yes. Because right? Stories guys. on stories. Yeah. Those, those guys. <laughs> Max Overstreet in the chat box saying, Boring guest is boring. <laughs> I think this might be. You have to hit him with a belt. I think this might be the first time we've ever had a uh, little brother in the chat box. Yeah, is that fair? <laughs> I th- my uh, yeah. brother has not been in the chat box okay. yet. Okay, true. It, and it, I don't have a brother. It sounds so. more filthy than anything. Yeah. Like I, it's 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 a little uh, it's a little disturbing well, to me. Little brother in the chat box. <laughs> yes. Not playing the barbecue next year. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Kelly about um, like we have to get our puppy neutered eventually when it gets to be six months right on and i was okay. like well, happy birthday live <laughs> webcast yeah, let's see how this ties into what we're talking about <laughs> well no just the, something that just sounded extra dirty and then not playing the barbecue was i was like man 
let's let him fuck something before we have to like come on. We're gonna take his balls away. We're not gonna this this thing's gonna die a virgin, not die. Well, yeah, because like, no balls, and then and I was like, man, just why don't they have just like dog hookers at the snip clinic? Just let him oh yeah dump one out. You're missing the big picture. The the major component of comedy is timing. I mean, you just that's just tough shit. Like, yeah, I mean, but dog hookers at the snip clinic not playing <laughs> next year. Just snip clinic. I'll yeah, p- that's what I was going to say. I'll play bass for dog hookers. I'm in. All right. Beanie's in. <laughs> dog hookers at the snip clinic, though. It's like in parentheses, like when bands have to put UK. Yeah. <laughs> Where's some uh, dog-related uh, effects pedals? Uh, the doggy bag? Uh, bass overdrive? <laughs> oh, bass <God>. overdrive. <laughs> The bass at Hound Overdrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> well, there's already the Snarling Dog and uh, mm-hmm, yeah. the Tone Bone. <laughs> tone Bone. There's the paw, which is like the hoof that Adam mm, Kirby has, right. but it's a paw. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like I like to put Tiny Chihuahua on mine. That makes my, that makes my rig sound so much better. <clears throat> a lot of bright, screaming high-end, I guess. High-end treble booster. No, actually, it just... Sits on your couch and shakes. That's all. It <laughs> right. Embarks at everything. <laughs> the vibrations yep. rip your shoelaces. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, you can be part of the show. <clears throat> if there's uh, a lot of people if listening I'm here, out there, anyone can be part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's just uh, we're going to treat this as if we're just sitting at Magbar here, and uh, we're just going to talk. And talk about tunes. Well, for God's sakes, clean this place up. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You want you want us to clean it down here so it equals Magbar? <laughs> Look, people expect me to say these things out loud, so come on. Come on. <laughs> Play into the game. Don't ruin the magic for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. You did make a new addition to Magbar. You knocked out uh, some walls. I saw that at the uh, unfair. On purpose this time. Right. So it was really like, it was really a nice, <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a, diff- a good change. Did you guys just take a Sonata in there? And- yeah, wait, what walls got knocked? <laughs> but we actually uh, uh, fixed, uh, fixed. Uh, we, we updated our bathrooms too. We've got this uh, kind of altar of, of hand washing now mm-hmm. where we, it's really a good excuse to just publicly shame people for not washing their hands. After oh, you put it outside like at the knock bar? You better believe it, sir. Oh, oh right. yeah. Yeah. I haven't been in the knock bar since I believe the uh, Bush administration. So I don't, uh, yeah, sure. I think, I think knock bar has the worst standing smell of any bar in town where you just walk in there and you're like, let's go outside. Yeah, it's an outdoor bar. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It just smells like that, old that, I'm, something. I'm, for a second, I was going to start crying. Man, I've always felt like that was like, yeah, your bar stinks. Four sewers out in the front of it. I can't, you know. Now, the, now the front of the bar, you can smell the sewers in the front of the mag bar, but when you go inside, it does not smell like sewer mostly. Well, fortunately, that with, that the way the, the door is, the meatloaf wind blows just right past us. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. permeate. The door on the corner, it's perfect. <laughs> blows right by it. Moving on up, and you can have uh, debit cards now. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've uh, planted our feet firmly into 1995. It's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's it's we, exciting we news. Full service, full service bar. Mastercard and Discover card. Man, uh, yeah, yeah. No oh, American okay. Express. Some kid threw a Sapphire card at me, and I thought he was. I, I thought he like. I thought he got Uno at that point. I didn't know what to do <laughs> with it. It's like I don't know what this thing is. Oh, <laughs> Sapphire. Rich what folk. a dick. And you guys have figured out how to use it now, right? Because on the Friday kickoff oh, of the dear God. September Man, I barbecue. I knew this was coming up. I knew this was coming. I was like, the one thing that I guarantee we talk about is the one bullshit overcharge that we fucked up. Yo, I've been the only one that accidentally got charged $50. <laughs> I think so. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, the worst part is, is we put this we put this credit card machine in, which is, which is it is not the most... Uh, top of the line thing in the world. Fresh anyways. out of 04. Oh, yeah, like I said, yeah. man, 95 all day. 
But we uh, uh, we had had a solid two days of using it before we had probably one of the most incredible nights we've ever had at the bar, where it's just <laughs> like, here's 13 bands. Here's, you know. The PRF barbecue. Yes, about, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The PRFiest of barbecues, might I add, <laughs> if I may pat ourselves on the back here. <laughs> it's in the uh, ranks there, but yeah. Uh, I didn't really hear about that. Until no, it was me. Yeah, yeah. It, it was well. As I say, the only person that's come back, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> old uh, loudmouth soup over here. Hey, fifty dollars, fifty dollars, hey, dog. Fifty bucks, man. You know what that buys? Can you imagine the amount of tacos you can buy? Fifty bucks. Fifty. At least fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where, where, where am I getting tacos from? You man? know what? Eighty cents a piece. You at, know at the what, bell? man? I spend at least a dollar seventy-five to two dollars on tacos, especially from Santa Fe, but they're worth it. So oh that's yeah, twenty-five dollars. Yeah. That's twenty-five tacos. There you go. Yo, those La Bamba tacos are a dollar each. Those that's are... fucking two and a half lap dances, you guys. Fifty <laughs> bucks. That's also <laughs> La Bamba. I don't know. I think La Bamba, yeah, which is uh, Taco Bell's bastard cousin or more swarthy cousin. La Bamba's great because it's, <laughs> it's open. hairier. It's open. <laughs> yeah, and it has the it the, the same. Uh, the same uh, spell of transmi- uh, transmutation that's been placed on um, a White Castle. So magically, after two o'clock, everything tastes like steak. Everything. <laughs> uh, two o'clock, I everything have, just I turns have into not a different noticed food. that. Is that a thing? Nice. Is that a function of the booze, though? Well, I mean, or is I'm that not just talking to hear myself magic. talk on cool headphones. <laughs> <laughs> you do sound nice. I was I was hoping I would just come in here and dazzle you with my radio voice. Oh, there you go. He's got yeah, the cool headphones. I'm working yeah, as well. I can add a little more bass. Let's get a sound check here. Could mm-hmm. you maybe put a little reverb in it so I sound otherworldly? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'm just going to go down here in the, the wine cellar, <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and pick us out a nice Beaujolais to enjoy <laughs> Sammy Hagar on our over podcast. Here. The gentleman Sammy Hagar. I don't really think I got a chance to tell you how impressed I was with the glass elevator that led down to the studio. It was really a majestic right? experience. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you picked the right button, because the <laughs> other one just shoots you right off incredible. the fucking ceiling. <laughs> I wept for a second. It was, Shoot it you was into a, Oldham County. It really was a beautiful... <laughs> You didn't get to go to the juicing room yet. Uh, that's where we juice my victims. Did you press ham on that glass elevator? Because <laughs> you know that's always... There's a button for ham? <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's not what I meant. I know. That's always the... You know, you go to those hotels that have the fucking... Uh, you know, the glass elevators, and you're like... On the inside? Yeah, like... You got to you press your ass on it, right? Where it just sure. shows out over the courtyard? Well, Yeah. I've never done that, but sure. That's, yeah. a, that's the thing you can All do. All the pieces there make sense. Yeah. Like, I, I've not done it myself, but I understand where you're coming from. You guys got to try it. It's pretty cool. I've never... I, I'm, uh, making a, I'm making a thing in my phone right now. <laughs> this is radio. Uh, radio. <laughs> I can tell them anything. I'm doing anything. Do you guys like my turban? Oh, it's <laughs> great, man. <laughs> it's beautiful. I knew you were a Sikh. Um, I've never exposed myself in... Uh, in public before, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've gone skinny dipping, but that doesn't count. Uh, friends of mine that? have done streaking. I've never exposed myself in public. Wait, let me think. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was never big on that either. I never like. There were a bunch of people in Bloomington. There was always. It was always like, oh, it's Saturday night. Let's we're done with the bars. Let's go skinny dipping. I'm like, no, no. I like to think that would be a case by case basis, man. Like, oh like, yeah. I, Right I, now, you guys want to go skinny dipping? I'm gonna have to go with the nope. But like, you're talking about a ratio. A you want there to be place. a ratio. I am. I'm old fashioned. A favorable ratio. <laughs> I'm an old fashioned guy. Hey. I'm still just like, eh, my dick is my dick. I'm not one of those dudes who's gonna be like, yo, check this out. I'm like, no. After two four locos, 
all bets are off. Oh yeah, those are my greatest uh, skinny dipping. Uh, now see, I just moments. don't. I just don't remember. See, two four locos gone. Have, I'm like, what? See, I have what no have? argument for this. I have no <laughs> argument for this. Two, this two four locos sense. in, and I'm just slapping my belly button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Ocho Loco is not a good place to be. Uh, <laughs> Flexing and slapping the I don't miss sternum. it. Oh, oh, that just changed my life a little bit. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't miss the Ocho Loco nights because I don't remember them. I really don't miss the mornings. This would be such a fun game no. if I could remember all my eight. All my eights in my multiplication tables. <laughs> uh, I can help you out. No, I sucked it. 16. Times tables. 24. 24, 32, 32. 40, 48. That's, there's 48 starts. After that, I have to think about it. <laughs> I have to get past the tens. If you've gone 48 <laughs> loco, you're dead, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You I'm, can't I'm pretty survive. sure that you're just a cautionary tale at that point yeah. on some sad, some sad college house. You're a corpse on the warning label <laughs> on a four loco. Or like a CNN, like 60 Minutes news update. They call it... For, for loco, loco. <laughs> <laughs> and what these teens don't realize is that the fizzy fun comes at a deadly price <laughs> your voice really does command like as soon as you started doing that i was listening You're like zoned in, yeah. i should probably really listen to this this is important <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's ever important to listen to somebody go, they call it, and yeah. then anything. <laughs> I wanted it's that just going to be misinformation. I want that to be, a. I actually really thought about that being a bit. It's like people email me their, they call it, and it could just be anything in the world, and I'll make it sound like an evil, like a I guess drug. CNN breaking <laughs> yeah. news. Like, they call it breast cancer awareness. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he find, oh. they call it Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, it just, uh, it, any like fucking sixty minutes cautionary. They call it Jankum. <laughs> they call them churros. <laughs> yeah. this, this Mexican pastry filled with cinnamon is also filled with sin. <laughs> You'll never believe Mon. what oh, kids are paying at Disney World for churros. They call him. Ben Carson. (laughs) God. I overheard one of the janitors in the hallways of the school today talk about like, uh, the first thing I heard, it was like right after school and he's walking around doing janitor stuff. And I heard him go like, yeah, you know, I thought that's the one I like. I think that's the one I'm going to vote for unless something changes. (laughs) And I heard him talk, he was like, no, what was like, yeah, like, no, the one was like the, that was like the brain surgeon, right? Yeah, that's the one I like. I like, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! This okay. is like it's like a slow carbon monoxide leak with that guy. Just oh, like every time he starts talking, it's that's like, what I was yeah. gonna it's say. Like, like somebody <laughs> needs to check the alarm in there. That poor guy's dying. I, <laughs> I like him because he sounds twelve shades of stoned, like <laughs> way more than I am. He's like, wait, no, like yeah. he can't like shoot all of us, man. I, like, right? Yeah. Like, man, if think about this, if the Jews in Nazi Germany had guns. Holocaust never would have happened. He really did say some shit about the Holocaust. He today. did. Oh, he yeah. like, no, no, no. Uh, he, he doubled down he on that shit today. He's not a scholar. Today. Let's put that. Let's, let's. <laughs> well, his voice, too, is just like fucking auditory sleeping pills. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Now, yeah, if you, they can't shoot all of us. Or, if the Rangers at Jurassic Park had 32 round clips, they would have been easily... Taken out now, the if, dinosaurs. If Emperor Palpatine had <laughs> the foresight to put a plate over that one hole, the Death Star 
would have dominated the galaxy. <laughs> if he'd have carried a gun, I mean, Bruce Palpatine's Willis no wouldn't have been dead the whole time. <laughs> See, if he's yeah, dead the Bruce whole time. I, I, I promise I would spoil movies tonight too, to a couple of my oh, friends. Yeah. So, mm. to, to all those people record, who have Bruce yet to Willis see that, is dead if, the whole time. The whole time. What, oh what I like is I hadn't heard this story until like two days ago about him leaving a sponge in somebody's brain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> in the ten when the guy left scissors in the dude's wife as a goof. Yeah, this guy actually left a sponge in somebody's brain? Like, <laughs> can we just disqualify him as a presidential candidate because he was in the movie Stuck on You? No was one's talking about was this. Was he really? No one's talking about this. Because yes. nobody has seen Stuck on You. You have? Yes. <laughs> I, I can legitimately say I have no frame of reference for this whatsoever. <laughs> it was a Fairly Brothers movie where, like, it's like Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, there they're was... conjoined twins. Okay. Yeah. Big... I will say that Sponge Brain is playing the barbecue next year. <laughs> Sponge Brain on your fake band list. <laughs> Their 90s uh, kind of washed out shoegaze sound. Yeah. They sound like they've been Sponge. And I believe they're playing with, Brain? what, Sex Professor and College Pussy, I think? <laughs> <laughs> Snip Clinic. That's offensive. No one's a professor anymore. <laughs> Adjunct Sex Professor. <laughs> And the college pussies. Okay. They're cats. <laughs> you, you put the S on there. That's even better now somehow. They're cats. They live on campus. They're campus cats. College this is pussies. totally believable. This, this is, is totally believable. This is great. All right. This is great radio. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Elliot's sad <laughs> resign. <laughs> All right. I just Wait, th- here's I just a sound effect <laughs> to drown both of you out. <laughs> I just opened up MS Paint and I'm, I got a little house going on here, a flower, a car. Now make sure you give daddy a gun. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Let's take a break and collect ourselves here. <laughs> my God. Collect what? Well, it's going great. <laughs> You have a cold drinks we can get to? Yeah, yeah, yeah huh? if you want to do it now. Or after mm. said break. I've got it. Why don't we do it now? You want to do it pre-break? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do it. All right, let's man. Let's do it. It's let's pretty early, bro. That's all right. I want to start drinking. My kid is at Chuck E. Cheese. Seriously? Why? Ah, uh, birthday party. <laughs> you didn't want to. You should have canceled the show and brought us all to Chuck E. Cheese. She's, she's a would, real estate mogul. She's this, checking out some property. This yes. would have gone over so much better at a child's casino. That's what I'm really saying. Believe that. Like <laughs> child's casino. Satellite <laughs> podcast. Have you been from to Chuck a Chuck E. Cheese? cheese? <laughs> it is a child's casino. <laughs> Once I get my mobile unit, I will broadcast from Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. We have to all arrive with kids, though. They just don't let in single dudes <sighs> That's anymore. That's true. That's right. Yeah. What happened to the America I grew up in? <laughs> <laughs> they just started serving uh, beer again. Oh, that's good. That is good. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. Pints, <laughs> pints of Miller Lite, here we come. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bobby's got a cold drink. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa. They just started serving beer again. again? Yeah, they you stopped. Mean, at one point, they had to stop for probably great reasons. And then who convinced them, like, all right, guys. Oh, back when I had uh, my birthday parties in uh, Chuck E. Cheese down in uh, Southern Orange County, California. Uh, yeah, there was beer. There was taps. It was domestics. Well, yeah. But it was taps, and we liked it. Well, like, they don't have a Stella Artois at the fucking uh, <laughs> at the Chuck E. Cheese. A brown, yeah. A milk stout. Well, it's like that. Um, oh, I see what you the the, <laughs> see the shitty bar that like the teachers drink at after school on Fridays uh, near my school. Uh, they have, like, and we here at the Mag Bar can be your shitty bar for you to drink <laughs> no, at on Fridays this when is, you're done. That's <laughs> right. First of all, this place is right <laughs> near the school, and it's not the same kind of shitty bar. 
Like this is not Whoa. what we're talking about. Whoa, dude! Like not like <laughs> not like dive fun dive bar style. We're talking like this is like where South End guys go at two p.m. Where they literally legitimately just pump in desperation. Where it's just yeah. sad. And- oh, it's sad. And they have domestics, but like they don't even have like they don't even have Budweiser. They're like we only have the lights. Like, <laughs> no Coors. It's just Miller Lite, Bud Light, Coors Light. No actual heavies beers. Wow. And it's like, ooh, boy. And they have a bottle of High Life up in their like, bottle selection thing on a shelf. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I get one of those High Lifes? They're like, you yeah, can we, have the High Life. He's like, yeah, we don't have that. I'm like, it's on the show. He's like, yeah, I know. Mr. We don't have that. And I was like, <laughs> I like to rope what? him, I like to rope a man with empty promises. Empty promises of like one of the cheapest beers you can get. <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> well, what do you have? Let's do your segment here, Babu. And now, it's time to explore the wondrous world of ales and spirits with Robert Cold Drinks. All right, dude. Do your thing. It, it's that time again to go ball horning. Yeah. You guys remember ball horning? Yeah, of course. From, sure. the, from the brewery of a thousand names, <laughs> which is now claiming to be from Boonville, California. This was a this is a new twist from this Anderson Valley. Oh, my God. Uh yeah, you remember a few mm. weeks ago we did the Goza that had 40 names and we couldn't figure out the name of the brewery. Mm-hmm. Is it Ballhornin? Is it Anderson Valley? Now this one is also solar-powered brewery, but Tight. now it's claiming to be from California. I don't remember it being from California last time. Is there still one of those in there? I don't believe so. I think you drank the last one last week. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But this one does not have as much text on it. It's simply Ballhornin, Anderson Valley, Fall Hornin. <laughs> Ball Hornin since nineteen eighty seven. Fall Hornin this fall. I, I think the the bear with antlers is being criminally overlooked here. Like I, I can't oh, I was, believe you've not mentioned I was working my way down the okay, can. It's I, I apologize. I it, will I'll see myself a, out. It since it is now October and you know what that means? That means You mean Rocktober. It, yes. It's October. <laughs> and that means it's time for a pumpkin spiced ale. Hey, you know, but Kyle loves it. Uh, he requested specifically that I get him a pumpkin spice <laughs> ale today and every week for the no, next uh, I'll three you, weeks. I'll tell you what, you, you, I will drink this. You bring something else in pumpkin spice. I'm going to shove it up your ass <laughs> on air. Says guy paying for all these. I, I know. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like you drink your free drink. Asshole. I will drink my free drink, but like <laughs> live on the air. <laughs> but it, this is just, yeah. And there's a bear with antlers. That's pretty cool looking. It looks like Edward Gorey drew this thing. Oh yeah. And there's I bats flying now. around. Bear with antlers. It's a beer. <laughs> I oh, think oh, shit. Gross. I didn't fucking put the thing on there. Don't get all shitty with <laughs> no, me. I am not entirely <laughs> certain that was what they meant. No, no, I bet it is because I've seen that t-shirt. A beer bear? Yep. 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 I mean, that's, that's Come on, I've run a bar by a college. You don't think I know I'm up on dickhead t-shirts by now? <laughs> God. You also have a lot of punks hanging out in that bar. You're probably up on every the whole gamut of dickhead t-shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of crass t-shirts. This looks like a zombie chickens from outer space logo. It really does. They do put antlers on animals and then surround them with bats. It is surrounded by bats as well, yes. <laughs> ball hornin'. Um, and I seem to recall the last time we did not get an answer on what the fuck ball hornin' means. Uh, so, good news. <laughs> Pumpkin brews. You're gonna go ball hornin'. You're gonna go ball hornin'. <laughs> and it's uh, the can is... Orange with a little green top, like a pumpkin. <laughs> mine just fizzed God. up like crazy. Mine too. As did mine. All, All right. right. So a lot Here of carbonation. It's, it's brewed with pure ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> Down the hatch, bros. Yeah. 
Everything I expect from pumpkin beer. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah, did you ever take a big sip of Red Bull right after you finish brushing your teeth? Oh, God. <laughs> your mouth doesn't just immediately explode? And the, No, see. No, I haven't done a, that. It's the delicious flavor of touching your tongue to a battery. Yeah, I do it in the morning <laughs> when I brush my teeth and then I drink a Red Bull on the way to work. Um, and then, like, if I chased it with one of those Trader Joe's cinnamon cat cookies for people, <laughs> that's what I'm getting here. It's uh-huh. tooth br- toothpaste mm-hmm. into Red Bull into cinnamon cat cookie. I think it tastes delightfully like if your grandmother had potpourri on the back of her toilet and you mm-hmm. just ate a handful of it. <laughs> I think that's what it That would be like. the second potpourri tasting <laughs> beer that we've uh, had on here. What else did we say was potpourri? I thought we had one with uh, Jeff Patton from Trophy Wives, which then led him into his potpourri story and then... <laughs> And then Which one of Jeff's potpourri <laughs> stories? He has so many. Yeah, the one that I'm took, immediately inclined to ask <laughs> him about potpourri stories now. Like as soon as I, I see mean, him, <laughs> you better have a comfortable chair near because that's not a short story. Yeah, let me spin you a yarn. I will be going through the podcast archive to find the potpourri stories. <laughs> there you go. I'm an enthusiast. What can I say? But and you know what the the thing about the potpourri story is it's so buried by Billy talking over everyone. You really got to dig. You got to. It's like an archaeological audio dig. <laughs> Billy worked for me one night at the bar, and it was legitimately one of those things. After about 10 minutes, I spun around and looked at the other person that was working with me. He's like, is this what it's like working with me? This giant just lummox in your way everywhere you turn? <laughs> everywhere. It, it was like, he was like oxygen just everywhere you went. It was Billy right there. Yeah. He, he's a whole lot of man. That's for sure. He did wear sleeves. Oh, he did. What? Okay, he did. you're acquiring I, I did. I He's up to it code. Was, department thing. <laughs> was it yep. February? And it is. That's a code thing. Like you can't wear a sleeve of oh, shirt behind absolutely. the bar. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't have exposed armpits due to the health department. If I you're would, listening, there were, I am very aware of these things. They're worried pit hair is going to get up in your beer. Is that is that the thing? That is a risk. I, that would probably come to a personal choice too. Just like man, we should put some, fancy it up tonight, man. Let's put some sleeves on. I would die to wear sleeveless shirts dishwashing uh, at the post pizza. Uh, and place. you're not allowed to do it in the kitchen either. No, no sleeveless no, shirts no, in the no. kitchen. No. Dude, I don't know these. I don't One cook. of the greatest crimes against anything while we're talking about this was when Billy and them, the Trophy Wives guys, did the Nirvana covers mm-hmm. sets. At Wix. And they just kept going, yes, the Trophy Wives they're Nirvana. And I I I sent him about eight hundred messages like you don't have a hair on your ass if you don't call it sleeveless in Seattle. <laughs> like, you're just told, like you have no sense of humor. That is you're good. a robot pod person if you do not. And he did not. So, so he's a pod person. Jerry's no, out, man. I guess ass. he has a smooth ass. <laughs> a baby smooth ass. Maybe that's what he wanted. Maybe he thought if he didn't call that, all the hair would fall off his ass. <laughs> oh, perhaps. I didn't get to see the trophy wives as Nirvana. Super bummed. Oh, I was, didn't see that one either. It was at Wix. You know, I think that the, was the, the best only pizza thing in, that really. They have the best pizza in Louisville. Just ask them. <laughs> just ask them. <laughs> and according to my morning jacket, Wix has the best pizza in Louisville. <laughs> Jesus. They, Wix is local. They play all the time. <laughs> I, I haven't got any response from the my morning jacket guys on if we're allowed to start another band in Louisville yet. But I'm hoping that I'm hoping that they they send down like the papal bull that says, yes, yes, you may be in another band in Louisville. The white smoke releases okay. from the back of their van. Sorry. Trail. Uh, sorry. Tour bus. Tour bus. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think at this point they, they have a hovercraft. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, much like the oh. G.I. Joe hovercraft. Yeah, or like from Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, do you remember that? When yes, there was like I a do, whole hovercraft sir. thing? I was going to say like those yes, fucking... Yes, I do, uh, sir. <laughs> those Marvel-style airships. 
Is that one loves? A uh, helicarrier. A helicarrier. Uh, you do know that we, could, if you want to nerd out and talk comic books, we can do. Oh, that we can too. we can do that a little bit. You know, we'll just watch uh, baseball for. Yeah, a that's cool. I'll say that's we can fine. do all these things. We can hit all these. Yeah. Who we'll does? Who doesn't want to do? Oh, that? Uh, my review of this beer. Uh, yes. It tastes like a basic bitch. <laughs> yeah, there was some internet meme thing where they did, it was like the Spice Girls, and it was all you know the regular Spice Girls, and then it was like a girl in yoga pants with a scarf over a uh, over a jean jacket and like a floppy beanie holding a. Holding a Starbucks cup and it was pumpkin spice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what this tastes like is looking at that human being and acknowledging that they exist. I mean, I've had better pumpkin beers I, I, that I don't I hate. This all, one's a little heavy for me. I think it's delightful. I think you all underestimate yeah, this love affair with crap. I'm on board with it. You don't mind it? Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a little heavier than the ones I've had and enjoyed. Mm, let's see. Let me take one more sip here. <laughs> No, I can stand behind that. Yeah. That's fair. Because I like West Six. Just that thickness. Just that uh, that resistance in the river there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, the viscosity, the yeah. resistance to flow. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm just opposed to beer tasting like anything but beer. Chocolate stouts. Well, yeah. Pumpkin stouts. But I mean, come on. If you had to, which you do, because this is our bit on the, the I show. I, I'm drinking it. Okay. Well, there's two more in there, and I guess those have Beanie and Elliot's names. <laughs> yeah, right. I would have certainly right. felt like a complete jerk Sweet. not drinking it, but I, right. it definitely crossed my mind. Hey, <laughs> we've had people not drink it. We've had we had one person ever refrain from the cold drink. I segment. believe that was Max Overstreet, the kid that doesn't drink because he's oh, I guess he, fun. Okay, two then. He refrained <laughs> and uh, drank, right? Adam Rains uh, did uh, not. Those are the only two. Yes. I believe so. That's yeah. good company, pal. That's good company. Mm. I don't think we've had any other sober dudes in. Right. Everyone else has at least taken a taken a, a, a whiff. Okay. Okay. A taste, if you will. Well, good deal. Yep. All right. Well, that's a uh, that's pumpkin beer and a lot ball of ball horning, baby. <laughs> a lot of stuff in the middle. Yeah. As yeah. per usual. I, I would like to thank you all for allowing me to ball horn with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's really it really is an honor. Gonna go yep. ball horning down in Kentucky. Gonna go ball horning down. Now. Next time, bring a pie. All right. Thank you. That was forty-five minutes of bullshit and cold drinks. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. None of the above. When did you cook that shit up? I'm glad you finally fixed that. Did a little thing over the weekend. Come on, that one was ten minutes. I know, I know. I just, I got all excited to play the new stuff. That's pretty good. Good. It's about time. We needed it. Oh. I didn't need it. All right, let's listen. Listen. Let's listen to Akimbo and Harvey Milk, and then come back and uh, talk uh, with Beanie here about all of his endeavors. Yep, <laughs> that's good times. All his food truck, his. Uh, oh, no, actually, I have a food van. Food van. It's called Bowl of Fucking Cereal. <laughs> but all you serve is applesauce. Food seller. They actually had that uh, bowl of cereal was essentially an entire restaurant in Bloomington for like two you years. You laugh. When they were closing Lens down, I put a bullshit post up. It's like, oh, I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to open a place called Cereal Killer where I just serve cereal. And I had people call to invest. Yeah, I believe it. Was like, I they had, you remember the Bloomington this? Cereal Barn? Yeah, yeah. It was just a restaurant that had cereal. There's a guy. In, I'm totally. I can get on board with that. There's a guy in New York City right now that has a Michelin star because he had the idea I had once when I was stoned to bottle milk flavored like cereal had been sitting in it. Mm. Yeah, someone got Golden Graham milk and got a Michelin star for it. I can back that. Yeah, I'm no, totally, I mean, I'm, I'm good. With that. I would. I'd definitely buy it by the bottle. There's Fruity Loop flavored vodka. 
<laughs> that shit is ugh. How do I know? Because Amanda's friend, every time she comes over, leaves it right here. Where are you at in your oh, life? And it's like, man, I, I want to get about. drunk, but I want cereal right now. Right now. <laughs> in vodka form. Oh, man, Matthew Wiseman took that Mountain Dew flavored vodka and poured it into a bunch of Mountain Dew and chugged the shit out of it. <laughs> he got drunk. Uh, did he get this? Did he get to finish watching the race? <laughs> Unfortunately not. <laughs> but that is a good one. Um, Corey Zimmerman has sent us a link to an explanation of what Ball Hornin is. Uh, okay. Apparently, this place in California where this brewery is from. Don't spoil the magic. Has some weird. I'm doing it. Don't spoil the magic. Has some weird <laughs> language called Boontling, which is like a little slang language in this area of California made up of like Gaelic, Irish, English, Spanish, and Native American Pomoan words. Yeah. And Ball Hornin apparently means good drinking. Oh, I thought it meant like club a poor defenseless animal on the head and then like I bet that gets you, you go I bet drinking. that language yeah. gets you laid just as much as Klingon too <laughs> <laughs> maybe in Boonville you ain't never been to Boonville don't you talk about Boonville California man that's if you don't a, if you a, don't do some ball horning you ain't gonna get some balls humming man don't you come in here with that next generation bullshit <laughs> oh here's some other uh ball horning style slang okay. pike a hiker stroll ball gorms good food ball gorms uh, ballist Everything is excellent mean? or great. Then we've got. Uh, I said ballist. That's oh, here we go. They, thing. Everything they enjoy involves balls. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, I'm seeing a pattern here. There's, of course, the, an apple head. Balls? That's a girlfriend. Okay. Apple head? Apple head. Girlfriend. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and Me but, and the old apple head going out to dinner tonight. And then, of course, Zeis, which means coffee. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, yep. So there you go. Let's all do some ball horning. That was ball horning slang. I'd like to see you make me stop at this point. <clears throat> I'm not gonna. All right, I think if the rain has let up, I can go outside outside. and smoke a cigarette now, hopefully. All right. I may be wrong. Wait. I was just reminded by text that it's my mom's birthday, so I'm going to put a little phone call in while we're on uh, break here. Happy birthday, Karen. Yeah, baby. Bet. Karen in Texas. This one goes out to you. A little song by, a little love song by Akimbo on None of the Above. Her favorite.
311 is the best goddamn American band in the past 100 years. This is None of the Above on Radio Nope. 
<laughs> that was 45 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Forgot to unclick that. Sorry. That was a little band called Haystack. And the name of that song was called She Calms Down. And before that, her little bit of Harvey Milk. My favorite Harvey Milk song, Shame. Of the album The Pleaser and Akimbo at the top of the set with Lungless Guys. It's none of the above on Radio Nope. Yeah, yeah. We were back from break. Thank you. Had a little slice of pizza, had myself a smoke, a joke, a toke. It's all good. Now we're sitting in the place we should be tonight, right here in my basement, with our guest. Ooey. Not Mr. Ooey. <laughs> Ooey. Our guest. I'm his last minute. A pig vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> No, we have Mr. Beanie Overstreet in studio. Enjoying the end of this pumpkin beer, too, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm in a good spot. I'm in a good place. Okay. You loving it? You loving every minute of it over there? Yes. Here comes the hard-hitting questions. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody knows Beanie from Magbar and probably- And if you don't, uh, you should get out more. <laughs> and go to Magbar, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah, one time. One time. One hundred times. Like all That's of us just- here. Don't use your credit card right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they have it figured out. Give them, give them a couple Mississippis before you you run the card there. Okay. Yeah. Now we we've got it down to a science now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm almost embarrassed how, science, good, how good I am at it. Is it Christian science? You can't use those words together. Uh, <laughs> they, just they just won't mean much. And I was just going to ask you uh, some basic layup questions because I don't even. If think... If there's one thing being at the Magbar I know about is basic. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because uh, we know each other. We're tight pros for many years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Elliot's a fine, fine mm. human being. And uh, he's helped me out. And we're okay. Tremendously with uh, booking shows and stuff. Right? He's talking directly to me, man. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to remember that there's a lot more people involved. Show booking. <laughs> yeah. A lot of show booking and just a lot of good hangs and good talks. And that's all that matters. I've legitimately seen some of the raddest bands I've ever seen from the shows you've sent my way. So it is it is a beautiful relationship. And you've hosted some of the best shows I've booked. So it is I can a totally get on board with that. Mutual respect, my brother. I appreciate that. Uh where did you grow up? I grew up in PRP. Out of the south end of Louisville, Kentucky. That's pleasure. I even put the ooh in there for the for anybody who's not from in town listening. <laughs> that is yeah. the exotic sounding Pleasure Ridge Park. The most aptly named in Kentucky, I believe. Ridged for her pleasure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wonder. It was. It was. It was quite an upbringing. You mm-hmm. park it in the ridge, you know. How how do you explain somebody uh, about PRP that's not from here? Oh wow, that's a. I mean, it's the South End. It's so easy mm-hmm. to say when when in context with people that do live here. Explaining it from out of town, like I have a fondness for it. It's not like I'm not gonna sit here and bag on it. But, oh, no. But having said that, <laughs> there's a lot to bag on. Like <laughs> it is a cultural wasteland. <laughs> there's nothing like, like mm. the. Anytime you hear the the phrase the bands that came out of, these are dudes that legitimately had to come out of somewhere because you play out the south end, they just look at you like you're you're nuts. What like you, war what panties. What are you doing here? Absolutely. So the yeah. I guess the the staple of that area maybe would be like as far as like music goes, like King Horse would be the hero. King Horse would definitely be the uh, they were the superpower. They were the Superman in the Justice League of South End bands. But right then you also have to realize that Cinderblock, who turned into Evergreen, came out of the South End, okay. and those guys were just phenomenally hmm. talented. See, these are in awesome. every step of the way. Like, would they play at Mike Lennox's? I can't think of a time they ever did. I did see them play uh, with Tim Ruth under the stage because he was barred from the premises. 
I saw them play a talent show at Valley High School. And they oh, destroyed. Oh, wow. They destroyed. I can't get close enough to the mic to understand how like much they destroyed. It was awesome. And now the students destroy Valley High School. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So being the wasteland, like, how did you find out about cool music? I was lucky enough. There was a really great record store right down the street when I was a young kid, like in the seventies, like mm -hmm. early eighties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, called Phoenix Records. And my dad, who was always a music enthusiast, if you can call a guy who buys a foreigner record an enthusiast. You can't. Music. No, no, actually, my dad has fantastic taste. I'm not even going to buy it. And foreigner. That. But he would always go and buy, like, whatever classic rock awesome record he was going to buy. But there was some punk rock kid who I've, I've almost got, Brett Ralph's almost got me where we've narrowed it down mm. to who it actually is, who my dad would just ask, hey, will you get a record for my kid? He's, you know, eight. Will you get him something? And it, it, that turned into, like, some Devo records, London Calling, you know, just like right, right. these awesome records that you you realize that that the music that you don't hear on the radio is so much better than the stuff that you would hear just on the regular radio. There's actually a different way to play music. Yep. You mean <laughs> I'm going to sit fuck? here and listen to you talk shit about Foghat? Did Foghat come up, man? Like, Fool for the City's <laughs> a fucking jam, dude. I'm not even like, like I wish I was music playing on, right now. Not I on the radio is better was, than that Foghat I'm hearing on the radio? I wish I was trying to do some kind of ironic, funny joke, but like, <laughs> Foghat, Fool for the City, Slow Ride, man, I could never hear that again and I'd be fine, but Fool for the City's a jam. Still not a bad song. Slow no, ride. it's not. Like I said, I, I've heard it 800 billion times, man. <laughs> yeah. I work construction for a summer, so. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. God. <laughs> for one God. summer, I I've never seen a collection of human beings that hate music as much as I do so, construction workers. I'm probably, uh, you're, I'm sure you listen to WQMF. Classic I've known rock. A thing or two about QMF. Yeah. yeah. That was always mm -hmm. the go to when you were younger, though, because that, at, at the time you were hearing, you know, new rock. Mm -hmm. And, and, like I was never much of an R and B fan and stuff like that, and that was seemed to be your pop music, mm -hmm. which I still try to act like doesn't exist. When did you start getting into playing in bands? When I was eighteen, 18. like I was still um, I was at the tail end of my senior year, and I got in, lucky enough to get into a band with some some dudes that were just we started out playing King Horse covers. I know that sounds terrible. As a matter of <laughs> fact, I'm, I'm I'm I've come in just in the past like four or five years of being horribly embarrassed from it into being like yeah the first band i was in dude i was just aping sean garrison like as hard as i could oh why not now that with that great to put it into context for someone like me or kyle or other listening people who haven't lived here for decades yeah, yeah. would that be like wax eater just coming out on stage and being like, all right one here's 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 a young widow's song quite possibly so that's kind of like the same equivalent there like you covering a king horse song back then well that was the thing is we would like it started out with covers and then it immediately turned into Hey, I've got these riffs. Listen to this, and then I, I didn't know how to play anything at the time, so I just kept kept on it. I was like, I'll be the singer. I'm I'm just dumb mm. enough to get up there and scream my head off. Was King Horse active during the time like you were in at bands? the very tail end of? Tail yeah, end. yeah, they would. Yeah, it, so it's fair game. It was it was <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. If they've broken up. You can cover it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, keep yeah. the legend alive. Yeah, I would cover Metro Shifter songs if I uh, could figure them out. <laughs> Scott Richard. Who's man. that? I think he had extra fingers on his hand. I don't, I don't ever understood. He always played this the weirdest. Was that an old Louisville band? I'm not familiar with them. Mm -hmm. They yeah. started out as Sunspring, which were like this just humongous. Like they they were the they were the pop with no sort of pop uh, sound at all band that everybody liked. I'd say like way harder and edgier like Sunny Day Real Estate. I don't know. Huh. Ooh, that's like, a tough call because and Scott. You're a wonderful human being, but the guy cannot sing to save his life. I mean, it's horror, <laughs> like it's terrible, but in the best possible way. 
I mean, it's like. Hey, remember that time you went on a podcast and just talked shit about a bunch of your heroes? That's cool. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, some people make that inability to sing whatsoever work for them. Oh like, yeah, no, it's perfect. Hey, John Lydon can't sing to save his fucking life. Oh and man, he's, I'm a huge. Uh, were you ever familiar with the Young Pioneers? No. In the '90s, they were dudes that came out of Born Against. And they they played almost this like Vietnam protest rock, but the guy like if only it was the nineties. He's uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> he sang this this most terrible like just you can't even you can't even begin to mock it. But it's great. It was one of the best things ever. <laughs> it was like the guy from Shorty and U.S. Maple. And what's that guy doing? He's just yelping. He's doing his thing. Yeah, I think that was off a of bet. You think, somebody bet him he couldn't do it and then all of a sudden it was like hey this is great that guy I'm gonna from, keep doing guy it guy from Shorty just is the long, it's on the long con he's just gonna get he's gonna come out he sounds like fucking Michael Buble yeah okay, that guy from Shorty and I will always that'd be great oh damn it he's trying Michael, to real quick Michael hey man, Buble I think shields are up <laughs> Michael Buble anybody can do it that guy I'm, I, I tell my parents this all the time because they love him. Like, oh, we saw him on the Today Show or, oh, we saw him on Fox <laughs> News or whatever. <laughs> and then Sorry. the guy's just like, and one more thing, I'm in the city. <laughs> if you really listen to it, that's all it is. It's like, he's just like talking. Okay, then pretend I said, <laughs> yeah. pretend I said Josh Groban. <sighs> Once, twice. <laughs> I saw him on the. I'd never heard that dude before, and I saw him on the Muppet Show, and was like, "That guy sings like that." <laughs> oh, That's when he was insane. fucking Miss Piggy. Yeah, they really danced around that, but when it really broke they it down, to that together. man is fucking a pig. Pig style. <laughs> the pig. Now, the, now the pig. that's pig radio. Yeah, guys. Oh, about, that's pig radio, baby. Talking about. Pig fucking in <laughs> on Muppet Show. I don't so, have my pig sound effect dialed up. Damn it's it. It's on at 8 what p.m. Shame. Eastern What a time. horrible shame. <laughs> uh, put out records and stuff? Yeah, Not a whole lot. No, no, we really, were, unfortunately. We, most of the bands that I ever played in, we were so focused on being live bands that that, mm. that was always secondary. And we were pretty broke. Like, we weren't... We weren't uh, we didn't have a lot of the luxuries that some of the kids did, and, and it wasn't as easy to self-produce your stuff back then. Where was like? It's the not ki- an excuse. This is how I really believe. So I mean, it's true. Like <laughs> yeah. the access to the equipment to do it got cheaper and cheaper as time yeah. went on. Like yeah. the technology advanced quicker, and you could go get you know a setup like L has down here. I mean, this would have been a fifteen thousand dollars setup in nineteen ninety. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know? and, and I hear people like by my age talking about like bitching about. Well, no, no, you just hear any band. It doesn't take anything to put out a record. And, to which Good. I think that's the best <laughs> thing ever. Awesome. Like, so look now how more many people rad can make bands. records. Yeah. Well, like I said, even when I was a kid, it never even occurred to me that I could join a band because I thought you had to, you know, I thought there was some sort of process where they found <laughs> you and, and put you, you in Led Zeppelin, you know? Like, cause those, <laughs> are the, those are the only bands you, you know, those are the you only bands you were aware of. And it was like, how does one start a band? Which company do you have to join to start a band? And all yeah. of a sudden, it was just like, oh, you mean I know dudes that play guitars? Shit, I'm in. I think like, I'll do that. People complain now that like, oh, no, just anybody could put a record. Like, I think Good. what they're really complaining at is that, it's, did that didn't we? it's harder to make money. <laughs> like, it's harder to do music as a living because of the ease of access. Because you guys all play for money, right? We have been bucks. Always. You guys always play for money, We've been paid that, to no, play music. You know what? That was the best part of when I was younger and started seeing these bands that the one of the, I even told my younger, my, excuse me, my siblings are like my, younger my younger brothers you know he's 18 mm-hmm. years younger than me 
So it was one of those things that I always told him was like, punk rock's the best because legitimately you'll know all your favorite bands. Like you can call the dudes in your favorite bands and talk yeah. to them if you want to. It's a good way of looking at it. That's the uh, Body Futures sticker, um, PRF <laughs> band from Milwaukee. Their sticker just says, our favorite music is made by our friends, yep. Body Futures. I think that's brilliant. Those dudes are rad too. God yeah. damn. And that's, and that's true stuff that they're spitting. They're spitting the truth. Oh, that's right. And there's a Body Futures mag bar flyer I believe somewhere so. in here. I've, I've, I've just imagined it's without so checking that all of them are here. They're all around. Every mag bar flyer. A lot of these flyers <laughs> do say mag bar on them. A lot of them. Uh, well, that's a, that, is one of the, that was one of the things as I got older that I never... Like the satisfaction of sometimes like the the thing you get after you play a show and you do well and you're like yeah look at that look, look at that kid from from PRP doing that I do that now when I put on a good show when you just see something where it's like here's a three band show where all three bands are rad and there's people here to see them and it's just it's it's almost the same thing. I gotta tell you that new setup in the back of the mag bar you four shows it? oh it's so much better man I thought it's so awesome too. the elevation it's a, it's is yeah. something good. of a point of contention. Mm-hmm. But you think there are people that people have argued it's not better? Yeah, but, but pool tables, man. It's don't. also well, I'm getting rid of one of them. It's time. Hey, man, don't mess with my as, pool tables. As soon as people, as soon as you couldn't smoke, people quit playing pool. Like, just <laughs> like I mean, I don't know what the, the scientific correlation there is, uh, but yeah. like we immediately saw that where it's like, well, nobody plays pool anymore. We had four tables at one point. Oh shit, really? Wow. And they were like constantly. Oh yeah, locked that up. was what you did. Hmm. You would go back there in the in the. Uh, the San Francisco tobacco smog, and, yeah. and you would play pool. I'm yes, sure, sir. like, Tooligans and uh, Cahoots were like that because they're a known pool dive yeah. bar as well. But, I mean, Cahoots was down to two tables by the by the time I stopped hanging out there. I, mean, I remember they, I, I had three. passed it in, what, 2007? And in 2010, when we stopped smoking at the Mag Bar. Like, <laughs> That's <laughs> what it was, 2010? Well, we, when we they skirt, stopped. We, did, we skirted okay. it for a minute, and it was one of those things where it's completely complaint-driven. And we got a couple oh, of yeah. complaints, and then it was also well, it was also one of those things where we have a good relationship with like our local government and cops and stuff. So, so mm-hmm. it's a law, man. Everybody has to kind of play ball. So we played ball. It was just it, being younger business owners too. Mm-hmm. You're kind of on the radar, you're like on, oh, yeah, we, they're going to talk something up. We can get them. You're in the yeah. scopes, and we, we have, like, say, we have pretty goodwill because we we play it pretty square, so we don't have to we don't have to worry about those things. So it was just time. That's the way the world's going. That's the yeah. way we'll do it. I mean, and you think about it, like, Magbar is uh is big ish. Everybody says like it's not big enough, not big enough. But For what? Like shows? Uh, I have a great story. Yeah, about we'll that. talk about that. I wanted to dive into that too. Um, but like, I think about it, like everybody in there, like smoking, like on just like this oh, yeah, long yeah. tunnel, oh, it would be God. a mess. The the uh, uh, probably not. Well, didn't did, what, Venus Flytrap get? No, uh, 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 Doctor Johnny Fever got kicked off the radio for saying boogers, man. But you would come home with the worst <laughs> bar boogers ever. <laughs> just like someone had come through with like a, a caulk gun full just, of nerf, just black, <laughs> just nerf. black boogers in the morning. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Nerf. Because I only had in Bloomington when I turned twenty one in. Oh, four. They. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Sorry. Yeah, you're older than oh, that. It, just, I, it hit me. It was like, God damn. That's no, like, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, when did you turn 21? 2000. And. 10? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Immediately, I was just like, God, he's been in my bar a lot. Please don't be like. <laughs> 14? No, he's. Shit. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Shit, man. Well, <laughs> it always uh, comes out like that. Uh, <laughs> I only got yeah. like six months of. <laughs> Of <laughs> bar smoke because they passed the the smoking ordinance in Bloomington in like January first two thousand five, 
But man, yeah, it was a thick, like a palpable fog. Oh, yeah. Like you yeah. could slash the smoke with your hand. It, and it's true, the people were in there, you could never get a pool table at like the bars we would hang out at because they were always jam packed oh, from like yeah. 4 p.m. on. Oh, I, the lights look so good, too. That's the only thing I miss. The lights Everything look good. Looks, the bar looks great, smoky. Like, I think about running a fog oh, yeah. machine just constantly. Anyway. <laughs> just <laughs> 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 the nostalgia. Fox Thank smoke. you for not doing oh, that, by yeah. the way. Fox smoke is so suffocating. Well, it's too. like the most unnatural smell. It's like ever. harsh Kool Aid, harsh Kool Aid <laughs> dust on the back of your throat. It fucks my voice up too. When yeah. they do fog machines at shows, like I can't sing. That's why I only uh, was around for like I think two songs at a sun show because it was just, it was like, just oh. the, the smoke was oh, just I mean, way too much. You gotta expect that at a sun show though. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> you should have worn one of those like Japanese businessman masks. <laughs> Speaking of Magbar, how did you come about Magbar? Magbar was, I had friends who I actually went to uh, uh, elementary school with that were bartending at the time. And it was just one of those things where all our friends started winding up down there. So so we went, went and hung out and everybody was cool. There was a lot of people you recognize from like shows and, mm. and just being around. Mm-hmm. And then it was one of those, uh, I was living in the Highlands at the time with a couple of people and they were moving out to the country and that didn't sound like the least bit interesting to me so i was like i'm gonna move closest to the bar that i go to all the time hey and i moved four doors down from the mag bar <laughs> smart move yeah i yeah. started going there about every night about midnight because it was close enough you could turn right back to fuck around and not feel mm-hmm. bad about it, it. Sucked, yeah. yeah i was like oh, nope not tonight <laughs> and then you go home <laughs> like grandpa simpson seeing bart at the maison Dario. <laughs> <laughs> yep oh there's a couple times <laughs> most definitely your name, but Mark? then they finally just gave me a job uh i was there was a time we were so busy with that you know with just that that period in time where we didn't have to have anything go. We didn't do shows until we took over. Oh wow! Like so, we we just four pool tables. Bro. You used to be able to oh, open yeah. it up, and you'd be busy. So I was barbacking for probably about a month, month and a half, and one of the bartenders was quitting. They were like, "You want to bartend here?" I was like, "I don't know how to bartend." To which they all laughed at the same time. It was like, "None of us do." <laughs> <laughs> so I did that for a little while, and the uh, owner. I had approached me and my partner and we're just like, Hey, you guys should buy this place. And we were like, Yeah, you will buy this place. And the owner at the time is Dave Norton. Okay. Fantastic human being. Mm. Misunderstood to say the least. <laughs> now back when was this? But this was two thousand nine is when we took over. Okay. But about the year before. There was a lot of like I said, there's a lot of a lot that goes into buying even an existing place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh um he was he was good enough to work with us and just fantastic handshake deal man get everything legal where it needed to be and and we've been doing it ever since like i said the first thing i did i think we were probably about three weeks into it and i started i was like i've always done i've always gone to shows i've always wanted to have a place where you do shows at and uh i'm i'm aware of our strengths and weaknesses i know that we you know we're, we're not the we're not the ritz man we're not the palace downtown but the way i sell it to thing. a lot of some yeah. of the big shows that we've done and like really with everybody it's just like think of the raddest basement show you've ever been to and it's like i do about three of those a week yes yes that's uh and we're all very over, well put we're, we're we're all over the place we're lucky enough where i get a lot of these like younger bands that that mm-hmm. are, are you know you kind of get a chance to like well here let me try to put you on this or let me just put this on and we'll tell everybody about it so white reaper being one man, of those white those kids those kids were rad and and uh mm-hmm. Their their first show with us, I think everybody wasn't old enough to be in the bar, so we had to do a couple of phone calls. Well, there were just there. two of them. Yeah, the very first White Reaper shows because they did. I a, think you're absolutely. They yeah, did they one were. with us, um, and it, there was just the two kids, and they yeah. were like twenty. It's that Seinfeld 
flyer up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, bazoop! This is good. This is good podcast right here. Everybody, look at this thing on this wall. <laughs> I'll post it on our blog. Not <laughs> that uh, blog we update. Yeah, but no, we've been lucky. We've got, like I said, we got a lot of good friends. We got a lot of talented friends. That's that's one of the things that's it's it's hard to quantify. Is just like I can almost just put a date out there, and somebody wants to do something. I oh, remember yeah. a uh, fresh face uh, group of youngsters called Wax Eater. Yep. I mean, we, we you guys <laughs> just kill it. Every when was time our first too? show like, at Magbar? We were, we were 15. No. Yeah, 15. <laughs> 15. Well, because you guys we played joined Ibanez bases. And, I, yeah. I don't sure, I had an Ibanez base <laughs> yeah. when I was like 17. For my uh, legal department, if you're listening this evening, none it, of this the, is Yeah, true. it's just <laughs> jokes. It's just jokes. Uh, well, we. I'm not really that serious about that too. Like yeah, everybody kind of got listening. a everybody kind of got a face on. Like wait, wait a minute. No, no, no it's not that big a deal. No, one, no one's gonna hear. It. Sorry. Uh, well, because I know that you guys joined uh, the band in 05, or sorry, fifteen and oh, five. Oh, no, in San Diego. Five years ago. Oh, five years ago. Two thousand. I like to remind Elliot how much I love the record he's not on. <laughs> what sleeper? Yeah. Or decent riff? Really no, good. he just has sleeper. I just have sleeper. That's I believe. Fine. Uh, That's fine. Those, we can get you the tracks for decent riff. It's pretty good too. This is the best album title I'm ever going to come up with in my life. Yeah, it's pretty okay. Yeah, decent riff. Yeah, everything's good. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Uh, you know, not a bad riff. Uh, good things. It's a good way to do it. So, <laughs> oh, the Dodgers already have three zero on the Mets in the t- second. Fuck. Yeah, it's rough. That's that's a shame. There's somewhere all. Think the, how confused you're going to be if you're listening to the rebroadcast of this a couple of days from now. It's baseball. <laughs> it's baseball. It's baseball in the back. It'll still be going. I on. now have the ability to post these tomorrow. So yeah, I, so we, it'll go a little quicker. We actually now. have uh, everything figured out. Thank you, Conan Neutron, for showing me the ropes on that. But now we can. Just, Is there anything yeah. that guy can't do? Yes. I know, right? Now we can just zap these things straight. Exit <laughs> a conversation gracefully. Straight onto the uh, Radio Nub server and uh, bada bing, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. Zap them takes like mm, seven minutes. Seven eight minutes. minutes. But, I eight know, minutes. Man. I mean, you guys had to have been in the band <laughs> for what two minutes. months before we played a Magbar show. I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can't Only two that far months, back. man. That's weird. I don't know how you got through uh, uh, quality control that quick. I would have thought the <laughs> I thought they'd have weeded you out before because you got I'm through. Because I'm a pro man. with the pro attitude. Yes. Uh, if any of my staff are listening, we're gonna have a meeting on Sunday. We'll talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which none of my staff are listening. I know this. <laughs> uh, Jim Swihart in the chat box asking if John Cusack ever came to the Mag Bar. Ooh, celebrities. Yeah. I've man, I've had some odd celebrities. I have Chloe Sevigny, right? Go oh, Sevigny. Yeah. I was there for you. Yeah, we were talking about that. She was. She was. Um, I think she was in town researching for the Mia Zapata movie, mm-hmm. and she's playing her in the. I guess the Gits movie would be more appropriate. Mm-hmm. She's playing Mia Zapata, and she came in the bar, and someone in the rear asked her, I believe, if she wanted to. Um, Partake in the devil's lettuce, and she got very offended and left. Well, what? That, Which I was just like, "What is this? Has it made it to um, Hollywood yet? I've heard of pot in Hollywood. No way." That someone was told by someone else to ask her because <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Please note, radio audience. Elliot pointed at himself. He told the person to ask her. Me looking like me, I cannot just go up. And, hey, you want to smoke? Hey, have you been, you you party? But a uh, party? Was that party? Like a cool, like you know, uh, chick. Who did Could, you send? I can't say. It's Bullshit. Be- no, uh, it's better than not. Uh, it's better than whatever. Uh, on the break, that was awkward. Know. It was weird. But was we, a- we, we always get the weirdest people, man. I mean, not mm-hmm. weirdest, but people you just don't expect to show up. One of my uh, we uh, shooter Jennings came by like a couple of months oh, ago. Yeah. He's like 
four twelve, like four eleven. The bad guy from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> but <laughs> he's four, now, I had, now I'm tiny? going. I was going back in my brain. I was like, did I say Shooter McGavin? <laughs> like, no, no, Shooter Jenny. No. But he, my friend, really, my friend dated like a an up and coming uh, country superstar in Nashville, and he wanted to talk to Shooter Jennings so bad about country music. So we go in the back, and I, I get his attention somehow. I don't remember how. And it's like, once you come back here with us and we're talking, and while we're talking, I can watch my, my friend just like melting at the fact that he won't talk about, uh, <laughs> won't talk about country music, but me and him both turn out we have a similar nerd mm-hmm. like uh, thing that we follow. So yeah. I had a probably 45 minute conversation with Shooter Jennings about Transformers. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> while, the, while your friend was just I, like... I gave him my number. Stewing. <laughs> he, took, <laughs> he called me back and asked me a question a couple days later. Oh, it was a funny... Stan. It was just like... About Transformers? Yo, tra- about Transformers, man. How big is Strange? Soundwave, man? It seems to vary. Well, he, he oh, you don't really want that answer, do you? <laughs> I mean, if you got that one, that's actually I got a personal that. question. We'll take that one off air as <laughs> okay. to keep people listening. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, and to add more to that, Chloe Sevigny, I find I did, <laughs> I said Sevigny, not Sevigny, like I said at the last podcast. Sevigny. Not the last one, the last time we mentioned her. Uh, I'm like, so that person that asked that question yeah. came back. I'm like, what did she say? She's like, I said, hey, uh, do my, fr- do you want to go like in the backyard and do this, uh, bee or smoke this bee? And then I guess her response was just, Absolutely not. <laughs> just the, the, the brutal shutdown. Yeah. A prod, like, not in, ever. In, in, yeah. oh, God, it just blows my mind like, that that would be so offensive. I know. It was like, you blew Vincent Gallo on film. And like, like you won't <laughs> smoke. And, you know, like, God. That was for you're art. You're fucking killing me. <laughs> that was for art. <laughs> I wish I'd have had the presence of mind to be like, well, me as a potter would have. I don't know why you won't. Well, there you <laughs> go. Uh, so you always think of the thing to say right after they leave, right? That would have probably oh. got you slapped. Uh, I, don't I would have hoped so. Yeah. <laughs> That's an even better story. That, Remember yeah. how you got slapped by close of <laughs> I mean, this is a none of the above breaking news bulletin. Beanie Overstreet slapped by Coise Sevigny. You almost got through that. Damn it. Uh, James in the chat box saying he remembered taking a picture with what he thought was Shooter Jennings at the Mag Bar. Turns out, just some guy in snakeskin. <laughs> that's probably that's, <laughs> a re- that's a real thing. Just too. some guy. So what about Cusack? You got a John Cusack? That was story? a long time ago. That was actually pre. That that was a night I wasn't there. It was before I uh, uh, ah, went shit. up there. Mm. I can I can I, I know Mr. Swihart, and I can relay that information when the time comes that I know it. But as of right now, I can only make up bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. It was the time of gross point blank, so he was operating as a hitman and came in with guns strapped across his chest, which didn't surprise us because John Cusack. Yeah, what a hard ass, right? That I, guy, John yeah, Cusack. When I, think of, when I think of Hollywood badasses, it's like Bruce Willis, John Cusack. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Willis, Vin Diesel, The Rock, Steve Buscemi. John Cusack. Hey, man, Vin Diesel was Iron Giant. We don't talk bad about him. Now, here's a serious... <laughs> it's true. It's true. Steve Buscemi was a fireman. Oh, God. Here's a serious question. All right, we're talking huge celebrities. The biggest one of all has Jim James come into Magbar. God. He's been there before. Okay. Jim's a nice guy, man. Like, I love to <laughs> bag... Like, I'm, I would right. love to sit here and bag it's on just him. Now, it's just now a joke. He re- yeah. Though, you, you know what? I mean, and, and it is what it is. Yeah. That, that whole thing... I'm sure it's not all his orchestrating. Oh no, 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 no. Jim's always been a really nice guy. Like like He was pleasant at the fourth of July. Party. And you can't even um 
There was a time where I went to see, it was when Tony Bailey was still playing with Crane. Crane was playing <sighs> at Sparks at night with Ruby Falls, which was a totally rad show. But um, we got there early and the matinee show was ending and it was My Morning Jacket. And there's like two people there. You know, and it was really one of those things where it's like, you you know, I, I would love to be like, you know, oh, they've been handed everything. But no, seriously, those guys, no, those, yeah, guys had those guys no busted doubt. their ass for a long time. And they had, did a band called Month of Sundays before that. That's a terrible name. It is. <laughs> what year was this? It's probably around the sunny day real estate. Uh, 95-ish, I would say. Oh, wow. We no, did a cassette earlier. with them for the guys that eventually became Noise Pollution, where mm-hmm. where the Union song on there back was, was right before the uh, Month of Sundays song. So we always joked that yeah, we were label mates with those. Dudes. What bands were you in? You said Union. Uh, I did um, Union. Shortly after that, I did Man vs. God, mm-hmm. both like hardcore outfits. Right on. I did a thing called the Yohei Tribe, which was an overblown hardcore outfit that mm-hmm. somehow people loved. For still blows my mind that people want to talk to me about that. <laughs> it's like, uh, really? It's always <laughs> the thing that like you had the least investment in. Our buddy Matthew. No, I wouldn't say that. It was there was one portion of it. I won't tell you what that is because it's offensive. But there was one thing about that I always had a real problem with it, and it just was always like, if we just trimmed back the fat on this, it would be awesome. Yeah. And it it just we couldn't. And it was like a lot of talented dudes. It was like Bob Scott and uh, oh yeah, me and him. This guy John Issing, who was in Blank before that, like mm-hmm. another really prolific like like uh, '90s hardcore guys from in town. Now you uh, Terry Campbell, like oh, he was he played drums for us. Now, uh, I, d- I saw pictures of you singing, I think on your Facebook uh, profile or something there. And we talked about this on a podcast many times about uh, like early 90s, like jewelry, like ball chain oh, chokers. Oh, sure, I've got one on. Yeah, I think you have a ball chain uh, Absolutely. choker. I, was the, the, <laughs> I had one rule when it came to those, and I would wear them. Everybody would wear their Krishna beads, and I always collect enough. Mine were always ripped off of bank pens. Like I always exactly. thought that was really yeah. funny. Yes. Like I always thought that was some kind. You know, I was like twenty two. Oh, like, yeah. oh, look, this show and everybody. I'm gonna steal these bank pins. You know, and it's like bank pen bracelets yeah. were huge. Back Stick then. it to the fucking man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? One bank at a time. I am gonna go to the Home Depot across the street mm. and get myself one. Oh, it never made just that much to represent. Sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure. Oh no, no. Yeah. no Let's I, do I, it. There's a lot of stuff I look back then, and it was just like, look at you, you big dumb fat fuck. Like, like I can't believe that you thought that was cool. Or, you know, but that's that's the beauty of being so cool at such an old age. The thing with the ball chain uh, bracelet, just two loops. Just two loops. That seems fair. All right. Kids listening at home. How loose do you like it? Do you like it to dangle? I like it. Uh, come down, little come less down under the than, thumb joint. A little, little less than my pinky depth. Of looseness? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you know the thing about those, you got to take them off because you wear them in the shower and they shit. That'll get, rust. You will get green. Rust, yeah, That'll you'll, rust yeah. and you'll get a little green. And that was my life for <laughs> then 10 years. And you turn into Walking Dead. Yeah. E-Dog. Walking Punks. That's nasty. <laughs> I didn't see any Airwalks, though. I can't. I don't know if you wore Airwalks. I, I, we, we, vans, man. Vans. vans are, you're vans wearing Vans right now. Vans right have been the uniform. Now, they are, if anybody from Vans is listening, I'd still like to be like... like Sponsored? Sponsored. God, I couldn't spit that out for anything. <laughs> it's okay. We've had pumpkin For my beer. incredibly <laughs> eloquent speaking voice. You've been you ball like horning, man. Up, uh, man, all this ball horning. You got ball horned. <laughs> ball horning since 1987. But then, uh, like, after Union, we did, uh, I, we, the the guys that we were in the band with, we all kind of separated for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then we they started just playing in my friend Gary's basement, and uh, I had 
bought a bass probably two or three years before and was kind of teaching myself. And we started getting together as Farewell Soyas. What? Oh, perfect! And played the barbecue. It was awesome. It was. That was awesome. That was. Thank you for letting us do that. that was oh yeah, amazing. yeah. Of course, dude. Why did your brother film the whole set from behind the stage so all you can see is the back of an amp for the whole thing? I. He says, and Art. I hope he. I think he told me that it was too loud to put in the front, which I like that. I'm alright with that. Everything, uh, manhandling wax here got filmed from the front. It was before I say that? anything. Man, it was fucking rad, by the way, dude. Like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to break off what we're talking about. But no, that yeah. really was one of those things. Was like, why the fuck did nobody tell me about this? Like, screw you, dude. Because I, I, was, I barely knew about it. Well, that was also before I realized that that's what that entire barbecue is. Is like, look, we're trying to tell you how good these bands are. Yeah, basically, like, for real. Look, these bands are good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like the thing where it's like, man, everyone has wanted to talk to me about how great that was since was the barbecue, wonderful. which I'm happy about. But it's like, you know, the bands I write songs for played, right? No, that was still, oh, man, fuck it. That, well, yeah. I feel like I tell you that all the fucking time. That is true. That's and we do thing. appreciate this it was the, This was the new one. This was the thing that I wasn't oh, yeah. aware of. Well, there was also a time we were doing Farewell Soyas where our good friends in 1111, like those cats, we, we, in, when we were doing Union, we always talked about doing this thing, the seamless show, where Whoa. we would just set all of the equipment up. And like <laughs> Union's last notes were 11-11 or vice Whoa. versa, their first notes. Well, then we started kind of playing together as bands, and we came up with this this thing, the, <laughs> Jeff Tucker, the kind of mastermind behind that. Mm-hmm. But he uh, came up with this thing, the Gold Jacket Club, where we played this big form, kind of pretentious, but turned out <laughs> awesome. Like, you know, gold was, jacket, now, green jacket, who gives a shit? It was, <laughs> uh, it was two bass players, me and, me and uh, Jason Skaggs, Digger, and then... Okay. Uh, Dylan Marshall played drums. Uh, Kyle Crabtree played the other set of drums because oh, it was that uh, kind of band. Shipping News yep. fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Shannon Wright fame. Jeff Tucker and uh, Gary Bell played guitars. And then we had mm-hmm. Chad Cutsinger who did a lot, of, uh, played a lot of piano and stuff with like the mm-hmm. shooting gallery and things like that. He uh, was at 1111 as well, but we played as, a, as essentially two bands against each other in one big band form. I did that one time too with uh, in Bloomington, there was a band called Push Pull. That's like um, I remember that Mike Bradovsky is the guy who owns Russian Recording up there. He owns yeah. Little Bub, uh, and the band I was in, Tremendous Fucking. We did like a battle show. <laughs> I have no and idea it was, you're in Tremendous Fucking. Oh That's yeah, the best name ever. Yeah, by for, the way. for like five years. It's like better than Sex Professor. <laughs> <laughs> Adjunct Sex Professor. Uh, well, we did this like battle show opening for Monotonics. It was like, hey, if they're gonna have a gimmick, we're gonna have a yeah. fucking gimmick. Uh, and we'll gimmick the shit out of them. And we both, what we did was we like, we would go song for song. We'd just be standing up there together, all seven of us, and just like trading off. But occasionally, like, I'd hit one verse of the bass line. Like, for the push pull song, I'd just be like, oh, I'll chime in, like, that was it. Like, and then we did one big fuck all number together with just like all seven people playing at once. It was a massive shit show. Oh, yeah. People seemed way into it. Oh, we, we, we were such we practiced every week for about three hours, like every single week, no matter what. But I was in the band eight years and we played eight shows. It was seriously one Jesus. of those things where okay. well for one, the amount so, of equipment and bullshit we brought. Like, so the slint just, math, yeah. Okay. Oh it no, actually it turned into one of those <laughs> things where math. the the Leo that thing when it was sort semi relevant. Uh, described us as the Haley's Comet of bands, where it's like they only happen like once every now and then, so you should see them. And it was, was a, a kind of a good like gig, kind of a good like gimmick that worked. <laughs> it did, yeah. I think a Feral Soyuz is like that too. We've we <laughs> I think we've slid into that, not necessarily on purpose. <laughs> but you guys are there practicing every time that Waxy are practicing. Yeah, you guys practice a lot. We have just recently. Um, well, I say it's actually been a couple of years ago. 
um, I had uh, my drummer Dylan Marshall had come up to the the um, up to the bar, and I was he's usually my first one. Gary Bell's tough heart, tough nut to crack, man. He doesn't he doesn't really go for like a lot of nostalgia bullshit. He had played for Falling Forward, and I've heard them offer him obscene amounts of money to play for Falling Forward again, and he's like, nope, I've already done that, not gonna do well. it again. But like. He comes up to the bar one night, and I was just like, you know, we never really did a last show, last show. Like, mm -hmm. I love those songs. You want to play them one more time? And he just got this, like, horribly distraught look on his face and was just like, are you quitting, man? <laughs> I was like, dude, we ain't played together in two years. But he's like, are you quitting? Are you done? Really? And it was like, well, you guys want to get together? Yeah. So we kind of come back to, like, now we're pretty active. Like, writing, yeah, you are. That's writing tight. new stuff and trying to get, you know, we've actually had some real conversations about recording. Oh, do it, yeah. Uh, Go to Trip or pat a patium. <laughs> do you need a practice space? For the show, yeah. <laughs> oh. Are we yeah. going to move into that thing at some point? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, you heard it here. All the stuff will be cleared out tomorrow, Corey Zimmerman says. Hell yeah. Really? And he already has uh, lock and keys. So you, well, we could do a little. Let's talk about this off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds say, boring for the audience. But yeah, so okay. You got the mag bar. You got everything's uh, going good with that, and uh, anything new besides the bathroom and ATM shows and <laughs> nothing. Just just trying to trying to get the best stuff we can going on in there. I mean, mm -hmm. really, just just I, I'm not like I said, I'm not an arm twister. I'm not the kind of person that calls mm -hmm. you up. Hey, man, let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. So I I, I kind of just more than anything uh, make sure the the people I want to know, like, hey, we got these dates open. You want to do something? You want to do this, that, and the other? I can pitch and a show to you right now. Okay. Just real quick. Uh, and I already talked to the man uh, that this whole show revolves around. We're going to have uh, Tony Ashapalooza. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. <laughs> what I mean by that it's is. It's the best haircut in the business, <laughs> yeah. man. The best haircut in the business. It is. Um, <laughs> man knows how to wear a camo t-shirt. He agreed. <laughs> I sent him the text. I uh, Just a, a lightning bolt just went off my head. Are you just trying to kill him? Is that it? <laughs> Yeah. All of his bands. All like six. We'll do Trophy Wives. We'll do... If Conan could do it, Dead Halos, Dead Halos, Conan uh, American Legions, Brett Ralph, Brett Ralph. That's all. Of them. I like all of these things. All, every <laughs> uh, we'll have Coliseum word. play. God damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Tony. Blue collar. We'll, we'll get blue collar revenge theory back. We'll get Nixon. <laughs> Nixon. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Nixon. Um, we'll even get. Let's get the fucking royalty. You yeah, remember the royalty? the royalty? That was around for six months. Piss Alley he played Piss Alley for yeah a few with Doug. Too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, oh my God. Think how great this would be, and then just yeah. Tony Ash my solo, five looper pedals. God, when yeah. he came too, like two weeks later, that'd be awesome. Like, talk to yeah. him about it. <laughs> what if it was like two four band shows, like on the, like the Friday and Saturday or something? I don't know. <laughs> Louisville Tony weekend. I like this already, <laughs> man. Tony Stock. We'll have Tony, Tony Ashhead instead of Chris Allhead. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of four or five Tony. I've yet to hear anything that doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> yeah. There right. we go. Okay. So, booked. Beanie, answer me this: true or false? You told Sleepy T to get fucked and stop <laughs> playing whack dance records at your bar. True or false? False. Okay. Did he leave of his own accord? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he played drums in a band with me, like the first like hardcore band I was in. Really? In Bloomington, yeah. What was that, no Violins? Idea. Violins. Ugh, yeah. God. Oh, fuck you. You never saw it. <laughs> no, but I, I've heard you talk about it before. Look, that band was pretty good songs played by two out of five good musicians. I've yeah. been in that band. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you guys band. just basically like pro-capitalism refused? <laughs> no, that was just a bit uh, that oh, okay. our that our singer was like super into like 
I don't know. He got weird where he got all into Banana Republic out of nowhere and went and bought like some lime green cardigans. That happened like, with a lot back at like there was a time where uh-huh. all of a sudden it's like, why does everybody look nice? Fashion all of a core. That guy like fell off the edge of the earth. Norm core. I don't know. This was like <laughs> God. This was fucking like ten years ago now. But uh, I don't know. This like I hear the recordings we did and it's like, well, I really couldn't play that well yet. So cool. And the drum beats were all the same on every song. And uh, yeah, but there there was a there was some some glimmers. Some glamours. What are your three favorite shows at Magbar that have passed through is the, the is, doorways? Is PRF2 is low-hanging fruit? Do I have to go better than that? You're more than welcome to say that one. That's fine, yeah. No, that was that really was one of those things where it's like you kind of got to see this thing that you've dreamed about. Like, not to sound like the corniest dude in the world, but see mm-hmm. this thing where Corned you imagined up, yeah. a way, or you imagine how something was going to go, and then it goes that way, and it's like, holy shit. This pretty awesome. much. Like, that was pretty <laughs> I awesome. would have taken uh, falling down uh, the stairs out of that, that <laughs> out yeah, of that storyline there. Uh, you didn't break your neck, so that's good. No, but my, uh, I got, I'm still kind of screwed up. Yeah, Kelly was trap. fucked up for it's a while. It's just a yeah. death trap. I got, I'm surprised any of us are alive well, after that. And <laughs> that's, like, I, I remember that show went... So there's like I felt like I hung out with everybody and saw every band and I don't remember any of it and not even from like booze but just because it was so our, whirlwindy. Our spot was like the the thing I liked as opposed to the Cure. The Cure did a great job. It was a rad place. Totally. Like it was totally it was totally it was totally awesome. But I liked our spot better because we kind of forced everybody to be in the same space. Everybody had to get together. Everybody oh, yeah. had to hang out. And it, legitimately, there's still people that like via Facebook, obviously. But like, I'm still talking to people that I met from there. It was totally, that like, totally is rad. The beauty. I've never yeah, idea. come across so many people that were just like, I want to have a good time. I want to listen to cool bands. Hopefully, and, a lot of people listening right now. If not, we'll be listening in podcast form. I would think so. Mm-hmm. We get the downloads. We do get the downloads. We have way more people listening on the uh, on the playback than live. All right, so that's one show. Do you have any? Um, I've been talking, I'm just going to go by, I've been talking a lot lately about a straight A's, Mm. rude weirdo, uh, uh, ultra pulverized show that Mm -hmm. we did there probably like three or four years ago that was just kind of magically awesome. Berserk. That sounds like quite the, like, oh, it was (laughs) like weirdo palooza. It really was one of those things where it's like, it, it brought people out of the woodwork. It was just. It was like, oh, you guys are still alive? Like, like I, I thought people as strange as you wouldn't... Is that Matt Haas? Function what? Out there. Oh, it really was. It was, it was totally oh. one of those things, just seeing all those people there. Um, was, uh, not to feed you lines, maybe like a Daikaiju show? The Kaiju is... The Kaiju is this, like... I was a huge um, Man or Astro Man fan. Mm-hmm. Right so it was like, I already understood that if you get enough people together listening to surf rock, you're going to have a fucking blast. Oh, yeah. Blaring surf rock. Those <laughs> yep. dudes just absolutely, I've never seen a band so well at knowing what they are. Mm-hmm. Like, those dudes are a fucking show. So they put a show on, you know, and it's like, it, they don't disappoint. We are going to talk to them about a BBQ just because I think, I think that's oh, that'd a be awesome. fantastic yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. They would be one of those ones that you walked that you would walk away from like not mm-hmm. there was like I said there was a lot of things at the PRF that I just didn't have much um, uh, context with I was like I don't know what to think of them I mean I know mm-hmm. there uh, there's a lot of stuff that that uh, the my friends generally share a lot of my tastes so if they tell me it's good I probably I'll take their word okay let's yeah. check it out but uh, Manhandle comes to mind again like not trying to be I hate to say it that's the first thing on my brain where it was like you walked away from it going holy fuck why did nobody tell me about this. 
because they don't really put it out there until recently. Yeah, it was barely a thing. I just made them do it because I love their old band, New Brutalism. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get, uh, they couldn't get Carrie, the drummer from New Brutalism, to do it because that guy, they kind of had a falling out or something. They don't really talk much anymore. And, but Matt, the, um, the drummer from Manhandle, was like, well, you know, me and Dave were doing this other thing for a while after Carrie quit New Brutalism. Um, do you want us to just do that? I mean, we haven't done it in like two years and we only did it for like six months, but we have recordings and we have songs. And I was like, yeah, get in the fucking van. I don't care yeah, what no it is. Shit, that's come right. up here and play Happy Birthday for an hour. I just want to hang out with you guys and see all this dumb Metal Gear again. And uh, I yeah. get on board with that. And they, mm-hmm. I didn't know that until two weeks before the show that I was going to be the one doing the vocals because they had vocals on the record. Yeah. And we're, they were just like, yeah, we never did the vocals live. We just did them in studio. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, okay. Yes. Listen to him. I don't see how that would be one of those things you could say, nah, I'm cool, man. Let's find some and other And I didn't. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> immediately snapped up that opportunity like a total uh, little baby fanboy. Do you have any, uh, let's talk like crazy stories that have happened at MAG that you've witnessed with your own eyeballs. The best no. that you can recall without really naming names if you don't have to. Of the car crash variety or other uh, crazy That's stories? That's the thing that immediately Many. when you started saying crazy story, that was the one when the people came through the front door in a car. Which time? The, fir- the second time. The second time was the most dramatic. <laughs> the first one was this really lazy, like, oh, this asshole's going to. It just kind of booped in. Yeah. The other one, I really thought we had finally pissed somebody off to throw a pipe bomb in. That was, oh, that was my first thought. I was like, oh, shit, that's a grenade. Oh, it was like nope. Gaza. Nope, that's a Mazda. That's a monster. <laughs> That's a bouncing Betty. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that Explain was that story. Oh well, these uh, apparently they were texting something in the wrong lane. Heading to Mag. <laughs> went to go around. We're here. Went to go around a car and started skidding, but instead mm. of putting the brakes on, like every single fucking human being in the world, they uh, hit the accelerator and went straight. Now, now. Now, I am a man who recognizes skill at the same point where they got it perfectly through the front door. Right. I mean, it was, they really it threaded was, the needle. It was, it, oh, you know, I mean, it was just stunning. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. <laughs> like, you really just could. You, uh, like, you, like, hey, we're wow, Darko or very something. good. Yeah. But it also destroyed <laughs> a lot. Jessica, what's wrong? You've turned off your targeting computer. <laughs> That's, yeah. Sorry. Well, we watched them like it was really funny. We watched them taking booze bottles out of the thing. And this goes, and this is a terrible thing to probably take out loud, but uh, um, uh, it turns out they were not drunk, mm. so their insurance got to pay for everything. I skipped a lot of steps there, but that's more for uh, okay uh, evidence purposes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, how did you rebuild? Uh, luckily enough, my partner uh, Dan Fitzgerald is right. one of those dudes that can build anything, and oh, good. he immediately came in and could. Where I was not, uh, he could just recognize what needed to be done and did it to the point of the front door didn't stop the car, but the actual physical bar, bar stopped yeah. the car. <laughs> so that was destroyed, and they built one overnight. And wow. we weren't closed 13 hours. How long had that bar been in the building? How far back does the building go? And it like goes, the history? That one goes back to, that bar goes back to, I believe, 92. Mm. Oh really? Uh, and the, we actually saved 1892, the one, right? Okay, well, that makes the, sense. The, I think. Now I think. I wish I'd have brought my stuff with me. Um, the house I think was built in 1870 something. 
Hell yeah. So it had been there a while. So definitely a few murders or something Oh, weird. gotta be. There's gotta be. Just by uh, I mean, I'm, I feel lucky enough we can't remember any of them, but there had to be something shady go down there. All of old Louisville looks like a haunted house. Oh, absolutely. True. The largest collection of Victorian houses on the East Coast. Is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah. I thought, I Are we on the East Coast? It. You know, the basis for... Eastish Coast. 70% of <laughs> East horror of the movies. the Mississippi? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. There's ghost tours and stuff down there. I have never mm. taken any of them because they're ghost tours, but I'm sure it's, you know, pretty awesome. <laughs> I did see something recently because Halloween's coming up about like a, a super haunted house on 4th and something. Uh, but it's You didn't pay no money. You don't get to, you don't get mentioned other than <laughs> exactly. that. 4th and something. Enjoy. They uh <laughs> right. <laughs> they uh are like a homeless man like froze to death on like the staircase there. It used to be a TB like refuge house see that i'm from People. the south end man like i grew up in the shadow of waverly hospital right and and had been in there way before they opened it to the public so like your tb stuff you don't scare me man you don't this, scare me uh <laughs> <laughs> a gay couple like murdered their gimp and stuffed him in a like box and buried him in the basement that was recently that, that happened was, two yeah, years that, ago I was gonna say, that was like two years ago man That's <laughs> exactly like, that yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole house is uh, bizarre. Uh, but anytime I'm but, trying to sell anyone on the neighborhood, I always say that the <laughs> the, the cultural diversity of Old Louisville is really the. <laughs> but the going back to what we we're talking about, the newscastle is like they call it the murder house, like <laughs> something like that. They yeah. sure do. Gimp Ghost not playing the barbecue. Gimp Ghost. Oh, Ghost is great. That's fantastic, man. Why would you say yeah. that out loud? Someone better trademark <laughs> it. Should have said that one. Pat pending. Pat pending. Oh, you broke Pat that pending. one down. Pen pending. Yeah, yeah. Gimp Ghost with our first album, Snip Clinic. <laughs> Dog hookers at the Snip Clinic, baby. They're like a Godspeed You Black Emperor for people who. Quick, quick, like hold on, hold on. Music. I can't type that fast. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I had Siri type it up. Oh, Siri. Hey, Siri, look up Dog Hookers at the Gimp Clinic. <laughs> Let's ask Siri to look this up. Hold on. Okay, Grubel. Okay. Find me Gimp Clinic. How do I get to Siri? How does Siri work? My Siri has an Australian accent because I like to feel exotic. Siri, <laughs> look up dog hookers at the Snip Clinic. Uh, look up dog hookers at the Snip Clinic. I assure everyone at home this is really happening. Oh, I think my uh, wife and daughter just got home. Anyways, gotta go. Uh, oh, yeah. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. Hi, <laughs> Rob's just down here yelling about dog hookers. You know. Uh, Siri saying, I don't understand. I said dog hookers, but I could search for the web for it. <laughs> I could yeah, search I for mean, the thumb, thumbnail gallery. I absolutely mm. believe that you will find what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> oh, God. But will they be at the SNP clinic? Mm. That's a tough call, man. That's pretty uh, provincial, I think. I don't think you're... <laughs> What's, uh, what was your like favorite show of the early 90s? Like, My favorite? Uh, that's, at the peak. I will ask, uh, it was at Audubon Skate Park. I saw probably my favorite hardcore band ever, Born Against, play there. Mm-hmm. But it was supposed to be um, Step Down, which was Precursor to Guilt. It was supposed to be Step Down, Ringworm, and Born Against and Integrity. They're all awesome <laughs> I names. know, I know. <laughs> Integrity. But um, <laughs> With DeWid. Let me start on that. <laughs> His ass kicked Lord Zack in a hotel room. There was a... Uh, but... but um, Ringworm didn't show up, so actually Endpoint and Split Lip played, which I was a big Split Lip fan. Feel free to make fun. Hell yeah, no. <laughs> you are referring to Split Lip Rayfield, right? Not like no. <laughs> the one the guys that turned into Chamberlain and started playing John Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Rad. But that was yeah, that was probably that. That's the one that I, I think we filmed it. It or filmed it. <laughs> VHS didn't shits. Did you go to Tooligan shows? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of great band. The the one that anytime I think my my cool scene guy card anytime they talk about shows at Tooligans <clears throat> was I saw Laughing Hyenas there probably four times. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, they were rad. Now I'm jealous. Wow. And then that, I was lucky enough good. that when they turned into um, the lucky enough, wait to hear the bands, and then we'll talk about how yeah. lucky I was. The, but as I said, as playing in a young hardcore band, we had a local promoter in town that was like, hey, man, you know, we want you to do this show. And it was like Union, Shelter, and Earth Crisis. So it was like <laughs> this humongous. Jesus. Oh, yeah, now it's like I wouldn't watch this. But at the time, it was like, so we're going to get to play for like a thousand dudes crammed into a... <laughs> <laughs> crammed into a 200 or yeah. more, yeah. yeah. But it was, it was rad. It was fun. That's rad. Like... Crane, a, you ever see the crane? I or? saw the one of the very first. Sh- I can't say it's the first show I went to, but the very first show I ever went to was uh, uh, Urchant, which I don't know if you're familiar mm. with them. They they were super rad back in the early '90s, really up until probably like '96, '97. Oh, and the uh, Urchant, Crane, and King Horse at Uncle Pleasant's, which is uh, new vintage, the vintage. new vintage now. Yeah. Wow. Crane, there was a Crane's original lineup too, where it was like John Cook and Tim Furnish and Joey Mudd and uh, Will Chatham. Uh, Will Chatham, yeah, mm-hmm. played uh, drums for him at that point. They were. What is, is Will Chatham? What's Will Chatham? In, that name sounds super familiar. Now I can't think of it. Cheeto, I believe his friends call him. Um, is he in? He has groups? played for Parlor. Yeah. I know. Okay. Uh huh. With him. Now, did you let the drummer for Beast in the Field dunk your head into that giant fucking cabinet and blind you with that sound? I did not, but I'm old, and you gotta start. You gotta treat him with a little respect. They got a show coming up. They do on the 23rd. And I, yeah, while we are while we are fucking Milwaukee, Milwaukee, sucks. You'll hear it from. I guess I'll go. (laughs) We'll hear it from there. We will hear it from there. Yeah. Uh, No, that's our latest flame uh, final show. Final show, bro. Not not Waxy's final show. The (laughs) <laughs> the latest flame farewell show for the label that no longer exists. Perfect. Uh, yeah, perfect. Now we got to yeah, play no, our own records. <laughs> I was like super bummed when I found out those guys don't smoke the devil's lettuce. Can I say? That is the weirdest thing can, ever, can, man. Like, they sound like I like. There's several times I was like, if y'all need to go, you know, we can yeah. find a place. And it's all of a sudden They're it's like, like, oh no, that's d- a misconception about our band. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> well they put weed stuff There's on bongs on your yeah. shirt. Yeah. Look, at, look at my shirt of a demon inside a bong and tell me it's you don't marketing. smoke weed. Well, me and Kelly's friend, I feel taken advantage of. Me and Kelly's friend Tim in Bloomington, like, like does not like them at all because he's like, they're fucking posers, man. They don't care about weed, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you quote care about weed? <laughs> Lamest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, those dudes don't get behind heroin. That's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> These guys aren't real weed heads. I was like, well, <laughs> if it helps, I think they really do like Satan. Yeah, I think they do like the devil. I mean, I can't yeah, see that, being that much into that it. That offsets it, but man, I just wanted to like smoke weed with those guys. Uh, same. I, that's Tough how tip. I feel about Grasshopper Lies Heavy. <laughs> oh, those guys. Same, Have a drink. Same thing. Yeah. No. Uh, great guys, by the way. Yes. But what was the name of the? God, I always forget his fucking name. The guy that I just talked about the Spurs with for four hours straight. <laughs> Ryan Ward. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy. That guy can party. Oh, the uh, their, their merch guy. <laughs> you got to have a merch guy. Well, that merch guy was drink. It's like, oh, we got four people's worth of drink tickets. I'll take all of those drink all tickets. Those, I'll take all of them. And those guys uh, gladly gave them. I probably have $75 worth of Magbar drink tickets on my dresser somewhere <laughs> just from random shows. And it's like. This guy's plus killing. a fifty dollar credit. God damn, man! All right, let's. let's <laughs> My kids ain't going to college. <laughs> I, I can't believe I haven't been in since uh, I've been owed that <laughs> that money. Uh, what's up with that? 
Was that John Hulahan? <laughs> yeah. Was John Hulahan just flashing KKK? That was four K. Ks. It's for the strikeouts, you oh, baseball wow, dummy. Man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we are looking for uh, live from the barrage host John Hulahan at the Mets game. He's yeah. in the crowd somewhere with Mario <laughs> and Dave Harrison's. Nice. We'll get him uh, to do a station ID. Dave Harrison's <laughs> moving to Louisville. Yes, you've told me. Can we officially yeah, announce that? that? Yeah, it's cool. Is that supposed to be like a oh, morale? No, no, no one cares. Well, perfect, <laughs> man. Now I know a little bit more about you and Magbarn. I'm sure there's a whole another group of stories that we haven't even touched on, but we'll save those for the future. For the next time. Yes. For the next time. The future. We, I got to get to this uh, demo list and derby thing since we got 20 minutes left in the shoe. A really big shoe. This is a big shoe. And this is uh, going to be fun. Yeah. And this is a little thing we call Demo Listen Derby and take a demo CDs from the Active Rock radio station that I work for uh, during the day. Active Rock. Active Rock, that's Nine right. Nine volts. So that, that is legitimately that just, is that on is a genre of showing up. That They're active. Put them on. Scooped mid-rock. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the old paper logs when I was in radio in 2005 used to say like Active Rock or Country or Classic Rock or at the top of the music log. They don't put... You don't have to check off each song that plays anymore. Thank God they have uh, computers to do that. So we take the uh, demo CDs and we crack wise on them because there's bands called like Shy Away and Blues News and Atomic Thrill Ride and uh, good stuff like that. So uh, and the cat's ass. There's a little segment we called <laughs> Demo Listen Derby. Deep within the storage locker, in the bowels of a new metal radio station, are boxes and boxes of demo CDs sent from bands seeking radio stardom. Few demo CDs make it to the top, while rejected CDs must enter a gauntlet of brutal critiques hurled by our panel of musical experts. This is Demolition Derby. Yes, Demo they, Listen Derby. <laughs> they call them Demo CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and they are the dreams of a band squished down into a disc. It's like Langston Hughes was like, what happens to a dream deferred? Elliot steals it out of the box of an active rock basement. <laughs> and we make fun of it on a radio show that six people are listening to. All live. right, guys, right off the bat, I have to disqualify Shy Away. Their album does not play in the CD player. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys, and now uh, we know why they're in the box. Remember yeah. that time we tried to put you on a radio, but you gave us a cassette? Man. <laughs> Don't get those fucking we CD can play Unfortunately, because this band kind of looks like Chevelle-esque, which is always a good sign. Uh, or what's that band? Uh, not Lifehouse. Yeah, the Calling or something like that. If you remember The Calling, then you'll remember these dudes. All right, uh, so I've moved on to Atomic Thrill Ride, Chain Reaction. Horrible. Now that cover. Now, oh, wow. From afar, it kind of looks like Razorblade Suitcase. Like the color scheme. I am. Th- here's my... Uh, uh, to just taking a look, it's of course you have a band called Atomic Thrill Ride. You got to have a nuclear explosion in the background. Natch. You got to have the, now, the, the neutron there, uh, symbol there. Is there a man holding Conan hands with a penguin? Uh, there's no. Okay, there's not no, that. Oh, that's the album. future of the laugh album. 
they have Thanks, songs Rob. like High Head Pressure, Shadow of the Moon, Mon- <laughs> Macho Magician. Oh, Macho Magician. <laughs> Please, Macho Magician. Right. Macho Magician. I've got to throw my vote in for Macho, macho Magician. Macho Magician, that is track one. number three. I love alliteration. Now, I, I am <laughs> guessing that uh, this is going to be like overproduced stoner rock just because Atomic, Thrill Ride. I just yeah. feel that that name rings of a... Uh, I feel like maybe a Napalm Death style. Like a blues, Metal Blade Records. Blues-influenced... <laughs> Down by the river. Grindcore power heavy. violence. All right, so let's Ooh, take a down listen. Down by the river heavy. This is Macho Magician on None of the Above. Demo was a derby, baby. Metal Blade Records, come on. We have to. Okay. Did you listen to this before? Were you cheating, Elliot? I did not listen to it before. I do not listen to any of these bands. But I think I nailed it. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're right. It sounds exactly like some going to the river bullshit. I'm just happy that somebody shares my affection for ZZ Top. <laughs> said, uh, this isn't bad so far. Oh, there we go. Oh. I can dig this. I wish they'd those vocals up. You know, it's like Caius Records, where I'm like, I'm into it, and then that guy opens his fucking mouth, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> They've actually played the bar a couple times. They're really, good. they're pretty good live. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think they would have passed. Like, I, I really, I, I'm having this horrible crisis of conscience where it's like, do I want a bag, or do I be like, hey, these dudes are actually really pretty cool. Look, bands that sound like this. <laughs> comic Thrill Ride played the bar a couple times? <laughs> More than once. Oh, definitely. It all and you weren't back. there. I thought See? you meant Caius. No. Um, here's no. my thing about these type of bands. They all read the same book yes. on how to make this type of music. It is just uh, the jams, but there's nothing wrong with just the jams, like and just riffage and uh, heavy stuff like this. It can get a little uh, overpopulated at times, but um, please, sir, tell us. <laughs> that's why it's so hard to distinguish like good from bad, just because there's so a multitude of it, and it's all good to me because it speaks to me because it's heavy and and jamming and super distorted, but. I, mean, I, I give them a pass. I give them, I give them a thumbs I'm up. I'm glad that's an option. Yeah, I, I could go for not this guy's vocals. Okay, it's like I feel like these bands can almost never find the right balance of like what the vocals should be doing. It's a little bit dancing, just like a shot glass of dancing. But like that's the thing is this guy is not fucking dancing, <laughs> and it's like you know, like you want there to be like Jimmy Page or like Wally Robert Hatchet. Plant vocals, <laughs> and it's like none of these people are dancing or Robert Plant. You know what I mean, like. Uh, that's true. I'm not in. I don't know. It's not it's as bad as I thought it was going to okay. be. It's not as bad as the album cover makes it look. Right. Yeah. It is. Uh, I mean, that bass tone is extra yeah. hot, but. But that's the thing with uh, like Stoner Desert Rock is like all the album covers are really bad. <laughs> yeah. They're all the graph. I mean, Songs for the De- Deaf alone. Dude, Wretch is an awesome <laughs> fucking album yeah. cover. The Songs Kaius are, record? Yeah. Uh, it's 90s I mean, as fuck, but. Sky Blue Sky Valley is a that's a because that's a photograph. What's but that other I mean, like I strike the dawn, Blue Dawn for Red Sun or something like that. I think it's just Red Sun or Red Dawn. No, Red, it's Red Dawn. It's got a whole fucking <laughs> it's got a whole other name, but Not Red Dawn. I think <laughs> Blue. All right, Blue Dawn for the Red Sun, some crap like that. That's not a bad album cover. Yeah. Some Vivian hey, girl you, shit. Here's the thing: if you played Magbar, you get props. That's what I'm saying. It, apparently, these guys well, I mean, uh, we don't have, have to go times. overboard. We have to mm-hmm. <laughs> because other people say, like, you know, oh, it's too small, or I don't know. I, I think if you're above playing Magbar, I want nothing to do with you. And that's just my opinion. And I could say that. I would, well, you, you put yourself in a position where you can't 
get your feelings hurt over that kind of stuff because it, mm. it really is just business. Like I get well, it. I know, you, I you don't want to do it. Like, you don't want to do it. And it's also like I'm lucky enough where I don't want anybody there that doesn't want to do it. Like I don't want anybody. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll play this place. You know. Oh yeah, don't do us any fucking favors. And no, we no, just no. try to try to improve it to the point of where you can't ignore us. Like if you want to play a cool show for your friends, come on. That's what I'm saying. Why can't it just be like that everywhere? All right, let's move on to this uh, band that has my daughter's name in the title. My goodness, what are they doing? Are they spying on my house? Hopefully not. They're called Octolux, and they the album's called No Apologies for the Broken Hearts. Ew. And, and uh, pretty grotesque, uh, 98 uh, kind of album cover looking yeah. yeah like a like a super like powder from the movie powder white face with like just gross bloody tongue mm. and lick yeah it's a it, female's like open mouth with like fake blood and like, then uh it's not an attractive cover octolux yeah. in horrible uh, font it's almost uh oh, what's that dude's name ed hardy ish i don't know Oy. like ted hardy ish because it's a little more brutal <laughs> dwayne hardy yeah. Okay. Ted, uh, no, I like Ted Hardy. All right. Uh, what song do we want to listen to, boys? Uh, Wake up, time to die. <clears throat> Black shirts on iron crosses. Ashtray face. Uh, ashtray face. Oh, ashtray face. Most definitely. Dirty yeah. rock slut. Twelve inches Swel- of Xmas. Okay. Dirty rock slut, please. Twelve inches of Xmas. <laughs> pretty good. Oh dirty rock God. slut or ashtray's face. We can start off with ashtray face. You can fire that up. No. Is this like the best metal Ferdo has to offer? I think I'm thinking goth, female fronted metal. I'm uh, going for goth. You think it's gonna be a lady? I think it's gonna be goth Brooks. It's dead halos. Oh. Whoops. Is it acceptable to fist bump right now? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Do we do we get to? <laughs> You guys cool if I take my shirt off? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Please. I mean, so far, this is pretty all right with me. I want to roll, dude. I need my email. You weren't that far off. Yeah. Man, those are some drum triggers. Yeah. Drum triggers and helmets distortion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you lose five points for using "baby" in your chorus. Uh, it's not horrible. No, I, Out of all the active rock, at least it's like tolerable. Yes, thank yeah. you for being tolerable. It could be on an like a, a Bam Margera video or something. Oh, this <laughs> No, I would totally not change it if I was playing the school on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Like, I would oh, let yeah, this yeah. play behind That's, it. <laughs> that is the perfect description. I would let that play. Yeah, it's not like, it's not like so offensive. Oh, no, no, I'm taking it off the playlist, man. While you're grinding, like, fountains and shit. Absolutely. <laughs> While I'm looking for the, uh, the, like, the fifth donut of five to, like, complete so I can get the new board, man. Man, I've been itching to play Tony Hawk for some reason recently. Oh, they yeah, just released. Uh, they just did five, a new right? Tony Hawk's Five, and it is yeah. absolutely a turd. Uh, it is not is fun it, at all. Really? Yeah, man, what can I so get for a... Uh, I have a PS3. Which one can I get? I don't know. Anybody? Whoa, four, maybe? Four, yeah. Get one of those skate games. Those are fun. Yeah, the trick was always to just like land in a fucking like... 
in a what are those things where you would be like just riding your back wheels? A manual. A manual. Yeah, that's a it. Manual. If you just land in a manual. Oh yeah, no. I mean, that was maybe the game with Tony Hawk was just linking that huge combo together, like yeah. riding shit <laughs> with and the manuals. Yeah. And then in two, no, no, in two they gave you the manuals, and then it was like you just do that forever. Yeah, it's, it's like a huge combo. He's yeah. right, you know. I, yeah, he's right. All right, let's. Uh, we only got eight minutes. Let's fire one more demo out right, right there. Yeah, huh? they have to pee no, so see bad. See how much better this was when there was something else going on in front of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. All right, that was Octolux, people. Octolux didn't Octa suck. On uh, okay, yeah. so we have um, Sacred Sorrow. Oh God, uh, Christian Bl- or Blue News. Uh, I feel like Blue News or The Cursed. Blue News. Blue News. Yeah. Blue News. It's at least somehow taking a chance. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Because I'm just going to be comparing The Cursed to that band Cursed, who are excellent. Okay, here we go. Oh, shit. Blue News. Only two songs. This is an EP, fellas. Oh, geez. Either So Easy or You've Got Someone. I'm thinking R&B. I'm thinking So Easy. Why would you send the R&B to the active rock station, though? Yeah. I'm thinking know. like Vertical Horizon. Okay. Oh, mm, good call on that. It is a neo psychedelic, probably later '90s uh, album cover and with, uh, and that's just cardboard, Microsoft right? Word fonts. Yeah, yep. yeah it's, it's the eco packaging. Yeah, it's, it's just a sleeve. Eco packaging. No, oh, it's a flip up. Don't come down on them because they Nothing care about the, the world, man. Come that's on. how sleepers <laughs> like. Don't be like that's that. How sleeper was printed. <laughs> I bet it looks like one of those like album covers. One of those bands that had cello on Discord in the '90s. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> I do. All right, uh, I'm just gonna play the first song. Then. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Torch it up, dude. Let's see if it's like Vertical Horizon. I think that might be an accurate prediction. Yup. Well, this sounds. Like- that's, all, that's that's what I was missing from that part right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's out of my love. This is absolutely a vertical horizon. This song would require saxophone at one point. Sounds like the Rembrandts. There's no way not playing. Is that the band that did the Rembrandts theme song? I can totally see where this is your favorite comedy on No, this is Runaway Train Never Coming Back. It is Soul Asylum Acoustic S. Runaway Train Never Coming Back. Oh, wow, yeah. This is one Jesus reference away from being Christian, Rob. Like, this is a t- tortured, good-looking guy with long hair. He's misunderstood as an artist, so yeah. he has so much more to offer than just good looks. All right, so this, this is a layup kind of stuff. All right, I just want to hear the other song, just out of curiosity. The ballad. I think this is the one. This is the panty dropper right this here. This is the B-side, though. <laughs> this is light and bright. <laughs> For those, uh... My God. All right, this See? is... This is Blue News on Louisville Soft Rock Station. A family four-pack of tickets to Holiday World is coming up right after <laughs> this 10, break 10 here. Wins. Here's Blue News with You've Got Someone. These are the kind All of right, people that make is, me want to stop playing music. This man, is Man Dude would, with Turning Off Blue News. <laughs> if he would just Thank take you. the Slim Jim out of his mouth, it would sound so much better. <laughs> <laughs> That was the panty tightener. <laughs> really? <laughs> that was reverse panty dropper. Really? That's impossible. All right. I think Sucked we got, uh, butt crack. Let's hear some Sacred Sorrow real oh, quick. Okay. Yeah, just pick a random. pretty boys. They all got a uh, vest and suits on. Got Throw the it this swo- way. I got to see these dudes. Swoopy haircut. 
Was it a, is it Haircut Rock? Is it going to sound it like fucking be. Bring Me the Horizon or something? Why crap? don't you read off the uh, names of the songs? You got A Prayer to End All Prayers, 30 Days of Night. That's a comic book. Uh, Monsters Don't Sleep, parentheses, so why should I? Ugh. Then we have Burn, Exiled, Radio Jesus Armada. Christ. Let's go with this is number easy. nine, Antagonism at its Finest. I'm going to go with They Sound Like Even More Mormon the Killers. No. No, I'm this not. is good. These guys have snake bite lip rings. Man, this yeah, is AFI bullshit. This is my chemical romance. Yeah. I'll eat your oh, ass. Exactly. Sorry, I didn't see the snake my bites. I, here's what I predict breakdowns with double bass. Like, I'll, just, I'll, I'll say this the instrumentalists are credited here as guitar vocals okay. uh, and everything. The Synth. lyrics. Synth? Yeah. It, it has a guy credited for lyrics, and then he credits himself again for lyrics at the bottom. And then saying music composition by the guitar player, lyrics by the vocalist, but like they're Guess all credited. Guess who had credited. the money for the layout? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Also uh, recorded by Kevin Raderman there at. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alrighty then. Here we go. Oh no! Wow. Okay, that factor. My morning jacket producer. Um, I'm singing with more Mormon killers. Although I will say, want uh, Sacred Star wants to thank. Uh, Guess who's first and foremost on the thanks list? Jesus. Nope. Halfway there. Joseph Smith. Oh no, God! Oh, <laughs> so it, so I was right w? both times. Just God, yeah. <laughs> Jesus isn't God. Uh, sacred, yeah. Can you imagine answering all that mail? Christian rock bands <laughs> like to use the word sacred. You're welcome. Sir. All right, we have Sorry. two minutes. Here we go. Real quick, just real quick. Come on, CD player from years ago. Now, has your CD player accepted Jesus as his personal savior? Oh God. Not the worst guitar tone. The the mids do not sound scooped. What the fuck is that? I am willing to bet that this is not on Kevin Ratterman's resume. (laughs) I mean, this is 09. It's six years ago. I feel as though I got a win with the My Chemical Romance here. Just a little bit. Well, I'd say you're closest without going over. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Once you start doing the swallowed screaming. Yeah, I'm willing to bet if you go on the, the uh, Kevin Raderman website, he is not listing <laughs> Sacred Sorrow among his clients. Kevin, you've been busted. Either that or there's an intricate filter system on the, like, any sort of <laughs> pay. What has he looked at before? He okay, pays somebody. Yeah. Or they were listening to a lot of intricate filter records. <laughs> no? All right, then. All right, we only got, uh, like, 40 seconds left. It sounds well recorded. Gotta kill the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the production, well, amazing. You keep your friends in it. I mean, yeah, the recording's great. All right, thank you, Beanie, for coming on the yeah, show, thanks buddy. Thanks for having me, man. This has been really a lot of fun. I feel like we, we have four more shows to do with you to really get to the uh, bottom, but that is totally fine with me and my I insist opinion. the next time we do, we have to do it, uh, like, the Tonight Show uh, format. Maybe we could do it at <laughs> Magbar. You tell me when. And thank you for playing uh, Demo Listen Derby. Uh, we'll be next week. I believe we have Patrick Viking Dude coming in. That guy's a saint. Oh, yeah. Well, well, from uh, New Wave Burritos? Another one of the uh, Brutal Crew. All right, we got to go. We only have 30 seconds. Thank you. And uh, the podcast will be up as soon as I possibly can, which is hopefully tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Time for so long. Goodbye. Now it's time for so long. But we'll sing just one more song. Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart, you know, with Bobby Cole drinks, and Kyle, and my dog, man, dude, we can do anything that we want to do. Okay, bye. See you later. Okay.